tell me who that nigga if it ain't me. If it ain't a party, then it's gonna be. Never had a problem that I feel soft. It must be official if I get involved. Caught up in a fire burning daily. Harder to remember getting harder to remember. I've been doing nothing to drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice choice, Mix. Thank you, man. Something like Saturday afternoon, you know. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's nighttime when we're recording. So. Yeah, so we usually play the freak songs. <laughs> Today I wanted to just ride out a little bit, just a little cruise, a little cruise session. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, the smooth hell yeah. fog rolling in. You know what I mean? Just riding, riding on uh, I thirty five. Shout out to Skyline. <laughs> that was dangerous. You know what I mean? The, the most dangerous non lit road. AKA heaven. If it's hella foggy, <laughs> if it's hella foggy there's, as fuck. If you can see it, there's gates at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck, man! Hey, land of the best Taco Bell road to the best Taco Bell exactly. in the country, though. Exactly. <laughs> hey, yo, why is Taco Bell named uh, consensusly by America as the best Mexican food? That's Have trash, you seen that? man. That's trash. I can't believe that's Super even trash. a thing. Yeah, that's how trash, is that man. even a thing, bro? Yeah. Even if you customize your own burrito, there it'd probably be like semi dry, questionable. It'd be semi dry, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, man. You are tuned in to the Game Ball Podcast. My name is JD. My name is Migs. And we have a special, special guest today that we've been trying to get on for a minute now. Everyone give him a round of applause, man. Give him a round of applause for the boy, Nate. Shout out to Nate, man. Hey. Nate here, a.k.a. Daily City (laughs) All-Star, man. Uh, Hey. We got the the legend. We're going to have him. He has a rush. He's on a rush more. He is, definitely, definitely. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to the homie Mark, man. Mark can't be here today. It is his actual birthday. He's actually turning 22 now, I believe. <laughs> Yo, so, happy 22nd. Uh, yeah, 22nd, man. Um, hope you drink hella adioses and just have blue tongue the whole night. So uh, shout out to you, man. Enjoy, man. Enjoy. A couple Tokyo teas. Hey, man. Uh, little liquid Jaeger co- bombs. A little liquid cocaine. <laughs> Somebody throwing a four horseman in. <laughs> just to top what, it off. What is that? What is that? It's that like, like, it's like that's everything, like, right? It's like four it's different It's like Hennessy. Jack. Jack. Jose, you would know, bro. Somebody, you, ordered a few yo, in your, you ordered a few in your life. It's an ultimate blackout for like anybody <laughs> that you just want to sure. top them off really quickly. Hey, you lit- go to Trader Sam's, you don't want them to sit four hours to go drink that purple drink. Yeah, can just I, get, can I get a Dragon Bowl? Motherfucker, what? Bro, there is four. Four dudes sipping on the <laughs> Why is there four drink? straws in four here? Straws? JD, you're giving out hella bubbles on your oh, end, bro. One, one, why is there four straws in here? Two, why is it in a bowl where Ponset should be in? Yeah. It's a clear-ass bowl. Like, there should, should be, be like Ponset in there. should be like, like, that's the bowl at the party with hella fruit in it. Exactly. Just fruit. Exactly. Like, just chopped fruit. fruit. Or just hella, yeah. For sure. I can't get down with those places. I don't know. That's not my style. But if it's like a special occasion and a group thing, then yeah. But I wouldn't just go out of my way to get like a bowl like that. For sure, I don't man. know. I can't. I can't have with that. But. So, we have the special guest, Nate. Nate, um, if, I don't know if you want to say a little bit about yourself. Um, everyone knows that you are the Daily City Legend. He is. <laughs> um, he is. He is. De- he is definitely uh, top five Daily City All Stars. Bro, I'm not gonna um, lie. If you if you've ever played in <laughs> a rec league, if you ever played in 
motherfucking after high school, after college type league, you've definitely played with this I guy. Probably and he probably dropped every- Dub 5. <laughs> easy. Easy Dub 5. Easy Dub 5. Like, no effort. Easy. 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 Damn, man. A little uh, about yourself, man. Shit, Go ahead, man. man. Daily City, man. Like, I love my community. Uh, I was actually born in Chicago. Oh, shit. So I, I didn't know that. in Chicago. Uh, are, you Bull- think- are you a Bulls fan? I'm a Bulls fan. I think it uh, was it was it oh because I was born there. Like how long were you there? So for? this is the thing. Uh, literally, this <laughs> L- is it. Legit. I, I oh, was, I was there two I years. There, I don't remember. No, nah, man, even less. Even less. Sorry, even less. Uh, I was out there for like a year. My grandparents lived. You out grew there. up there. So my you were born there. I was born there. My grandparents were out there. So it's Auto Bulls. It's Auto Bulls. It's Auto Bulls. Auto Cubs. Auto White Sox. Oh, come on, bro. Boo this, man. Hey, cut this. Cut it. No, no, no. Cut this. I'm going to tell you something. It's because my grandfather. My grandfather had ultimate passion for his Chicago team. Your your family originally grew up in Chicago? Chicago. From the Philippines. That's cool. How did that come about? Like, they how did fucking they... ran when Marcos fucking let everybody out or some shit. Like, with, with, was some so there was some kind of like uh, political turmoil going on. Yeah, in the country. there was like, yeah. see, this is the thing. There was always in the Philippines. There's always kind of something, right? Sure. But they just decided to leave in like the '70s or something. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here, right? And I want to. I want to. I want to shovel snow out my driveway. I was like, Chicago. <laughs> well, my grandfather, like after they left, I think they had some family. My grandmother had some family that made the first wave, right? It was a doctor and made the first wave to Sick. the United States. Yeah. So he kind of opened up the door for his family members to kind of You start come petitioning out your family You over. start getting the family. So cool, my grandma man. had left with the, my grandfather and her kids, and they kind of made their way. And in Chicago, uh, my grandfather didn't do nothing major. He just he worked in a glue factory. He oh, just shit. tried to make do of what he could. And shout out to Elmer's. Shout out to Elmer's, right? <laughs> shout Double shout, that shout, line. Shout to, he folded folders. Shout, shout out to Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Making all that slime. I'm in the community. I appreciate y'all keeping my nieces and goddaughters oh, happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making sure, the moms man. out there nuts, but it smells like uh, what? Fabric softener, so it's not bad. <laughs> hey, go off, go kids. Out, right? Go off, kids. Just try it. Slime ball. You hey, have to. You have to. It's yeah, everywhere now. Up. So, so my, gran- my grandma was a pharmacist, so they had a nice little life. So when my mom was pregnant with me, uh, I guess after we had birth, she sent me off to the other side of where other Filipinos landed is uh, Daily, Daily City, City, California. Amen, right? Yeah. And I looked up, uh, shout out, shout, shout out, out, Daily City, shout out Daily City, California on the map. You feel me? I'd be uh, dying when, like, when I sometimes I talk to people and they're like, yeah, I'm from here. Like, yeah, there's hella Filipinos here. It's like, uh, I don't think you've ever heard of Daily City. When that's the first uh, thing, it's, it's like, like uh, uh, y'all you know, have Let me Filipino. stop you right there. <laughs> so I guess you just put, 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 put your hand on, like on, on the mouth, like lips. Like, on the stop lips. It, stop it. Stop it. Just stop it right now. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Like you, that. You, have you ever heard of 50,000 rice cookers going off <laughs> in, in, two, in a two-hour span? It was actually like a historical power outage in Daily City. <laughs> Yo, we, we're the only place with Whoa. year-round fog, bro. Shout out to Cal Rose. Shout out to Jasmine. You feel me? Hey, Butterfly Rice. One shout out. Out the twenty pound bags. You know what I mean? Hey, son, go carry that. Carry uh, that into the. Oh, dude, I was the designated rice carrier. <laughs> For sure, bro. man. Hey, hey, yo, get that. That's how we, on some on some real shit. That's how a lot of Filipinos lightweight got brolic, man. You're just carrying, just <laughs> hey, hella, I, I, I don't doubt just it. Carrying hella rice upstairs, like oh fuck, I gotta take this shit upstairs. Well, right that's there. that's probably why a lot of us got stunted growth too, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 like man. trying to lift that four years old, trying to lift the forty. Why pound are you trying bag? to make me squat already, Ma, bro? Why are you trying to make me Ma, do squats? Why are you trying already? to make me carry this up? Like you're also pretty healthy. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying. Well, that and also the rice cooker or the rice dispenser that everybody had. 
that they never wanted to use. <laughs> Shout out to the scooper. For sure, man. That was also <laughs> oh the Tabo lightweight. Wait, Shit. so since we have someone, since we have a guest now that's from somewhere aside from the Bay Area, right? Grew up, you grew up in Chicago, right? I was born there and I. Oh, excuse me, here. born, born yeah, there, born right? there and here. But it was Auto Bulls, Auto, yeah, know, man, Auto, all that shit. So, how's that? Why? Feel? Yeah. So why is, is is it weird to you, like being living in the Bay Area and just rooting for the Bears, rooting not, for the Cubs? Well, rooting? this is the thing. I have to have. It's not that I love them over my teams because I grew up. So though. what are your teams? Is that so, I grew, so right, it's standard, right? You dubs, right? Because I grew up with the. Warriors that were losing, but the, your the Bulls Charles first. Heroes. But your Bulls first. Bulls was uh, kind of the uh, it's the autopilot, man. I was I was born in the Jordan era, so right away it was the most popular choice, right? You, you hooped with wristband on your leg, didn't you? Nah, nah, I wasn't cool. Say Jordan man. style. Say Jordan, you know what <laughs> see, mean? I tried. See, that's the thing, man. I, I never, think I saw you. I think I, I never, saw you. I never like when I was younger. I tried to imitate myself like Jordan, and then I realized Jordan didn't shoot threes and also wasn't five ten. So <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't be that. So guess what I had to build up, man. I I imitated guys like Chuck, Charles Barkley. Why is it? Is it? I mean, I'm not throwing shots or whatever, but is it? Is it Husky time? Is it? Is it sixteen hey man, Husky you gotta, boys? Yo, you got to play with what you got, man. <laughs> like um, if hey. I'm a, if this is the thing, right? If I'm a, if I'm a big dude and I'm trying to dance with you the whole time and run looking like Migs, I will burn out naturally. <laughs> for, for the listeners that cannot see, um, <laughs> Nate is a he's. Honestly, one of the most athletic big men that you'll run into. He's not no like six eight, uh, <laughs> looking like I don't know, like LeBron James type thing. He's- I, say, I say I say Nate is more like the Filipino Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? I think that's that was, that, that that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair. That's fair. That's and fair. people, you know what? By I think they sleep on they, they like... slept. They thought like Big Baby Davis by. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> by by Big Baby Davis. He went there. He went there. He went there. By look, by haircut, self shots, self shots, self shots. Big Baby Davis. I think he's making a comeback in the big three. Who do you mirror your game to? Damn man. If 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 you could, I mean, like if you. Run it with me. I don't know. Oh, if you run it with Nestor, Nestor will say he's a mix of Tony Parker and Steph Curry, which is fucking is- way over my head. <laughs> how are you, hey, you going to beat Steph Curry and, Tony, and Parker Tony Parker at the same time? Like Nestor, you're that wild for that. Superman. Nestor, that you're is wild Superman for that. Superman, right there. Um, hey, I know you got married, but yeah, you're wild for that. Man. You're wild for he's that. He's got these married thoughts yeah. in his head. You man. know what? This is the thing. You, know, like, like, you get se- to a point like Ness, you can say stuff like that. I don't you know, are man. in the honeymoon phase. I don't like know, I man. think he he can say that. No, a I mean bit. it's like when Ryan says he's Leandro Barbosa, which is. Kind of true, a little bit. Kind of, kind of, kind of true. I he shoots with both hands. He shoots with both hands. <laughs> That's the only thing that. <laughs> How can your percentage be above 70 and shoot with both hands? <laughs> That's unreal. His free throw percentage, we still have yet to prove that. Yeah. There's um, no numbers, no re- no recordings of the stats, so. For sure, man. We're just going to negate all that, all those claims. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, overall, man, I, you know, like, that's the thing. I think I took a lot of different games, but I had to mirror it, like, the guys I knew that played, like, how I like playing. So, like, the Carlos What's Bruisers What's of the that? world. Okay. Like, the old school, rugged, like, Drew Goodins. Like, wow. the dudes that can okay. shoot Shots now. Shots El Cerrito. Like, Shots El Cerrito. Right? I love. Uh, Bay Area. See, so this thing, right? Kevin Love has a really solid game. I know, like, he gets hurt. He's, like, paper right now where he just gets hurt, but. 
his game, if you look at it, it's very systematic. He yeah. doesn't do what he can't do. Yeah. And he'll try with just doing it. So Dude, I hit, respect his Mi- game. Minnesota Timberwolves, Kevin Love was like one oh of my, my favorite God. players to watch, man. That guy was doing it all. Yo, and y'all brought it up in the last podcast, though. If that Timberwolves team would have kind of stayed together and made a right pick instead of the two guards <laughs> and hit a Steph Curry, yeah. boy, with KG and I'm just Kevin juice. Love. I'm just juice. He didn't make his way over here. Oh, man. <laughs> Love we you, almost Clay. gave up Clay. Love you, Clay. We almost gave up Clay and HB shout for to, Kevin Love. Shout out to Bearded Clay, though. Bearded Clay was on. Did yeah, you there, see that video? There's some clips of him. Like, uh, I don't know where he's at. He's doing some private workout, and he's he's growing it out. Let's get right into it. Do you? Are you a Laker fan? Um, I kind res- of, right? I respect what they're doing. I, I'll tell you You're this. You're a Kobe they're, fan. You're definitely a Kobe I, fan. Yeah, Kobe is my dude. Just, okay. yeah, Kobe is is, is is he your favorite player? MJ Kobe. I'll yeah. take MJ. Okay, okay. Uh, Kobe. Bulls, Bulls ties. Bulls ties. Bulls ties. But he started it, so yeah. there wouldn't be no Kobe right. without yeah. MJ. Sure. There would be no LeBron. I think a lot of people take that for granted. Kobe. I think a lot of people take that for granted. Like, a lot of the kids now, like... They forget. Well, I mean, I don't think they forget. I just don't think they were fortunate enough to watch him play, right? They yeah. just know about his shoes. His shoes are cool. All these people are buying them, whatever, whatever. But to actually watch him play, actually see him take over again that shit was unreal yeah and then you see kobe now like the kids that are growing up now they see kobe and they're just like wow kobe was amazing blah 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 but just like you said there would be no kobe if there was no jordan right i mean i feel like the kids now uh are kind of in this like you know the highlight reel era where like they could reference everything just hella just behind the backs yeah <laughs> just, hella right right stick yeah. <laughs> moves right. so i i think like they know uh, who Jordan is? They they see it, but they see it in like the compiled like highlight reel clips. You know Instagram, they don't bro. they don't really see the full yeah. games. Like I mean, every now and then they'll replay those games like on uh, you know on TV and stuff like that. If you have those channels where they replay the classic games, but um, to see his impact on the games uh, before then, I mean, you I think a lot of people would change their mind and say MJ over Kobe and what sure. he had to go through as like a player, like you know what I mean, like what the did Pistons, he have to go through? the Celtics, the Lakers, like the, the old Blazers. School. The Blazers, the the old Chuck that the Knicks. just hit everybody. The Knicks, like those are amazing teams. Who did he thwart off? The horn, the upcoming Hornets, right? He gassed that the Magic that had a chance, and he stepped on their throats and made with Penny and with uh, Penny yes. and Shaq and Shaq dump for the money. That off top, who, JD, who's your fa- who's your favorite play- player all time? All time, yeah. Favorite lefty, Ginobili for sure. That, I was just gonna get to into be. that because he tired recently. But I, I like Ginobili. Obviously, he's not one of the you know top whatever players. You, but ver- you very much mimic his game. Like, yeah, if I, if I could say you, play I like I liked you, his passion, like the way he played. Passion. He was, like, he was like he was like he was like Jay Will, but like controlled. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jason Williams. Paychecks. Like he could do like all the crazy white fan- chocolate. Yeah, he could like do all the know. fancy shit. But then like that's he, a ter- he, terrible. I, that I don't agree with that at all. No. Okay, I think that might was. That could you, have been a reach. Do you agree with that? I think, uh, well, I would position him more like a Tony Kukoc type innovative that no one's ever seen before. Euro, Euro. He's going Euro. to the Euro. He's, 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 Euro. He's, going, he's going the Euro avenue. He got to. Well, all right, so who would he be, like JD, who would JD be like in terms of game? There's a there's definitely smooth flow to him, right? JD's very systematic. <laughs> he's very systematic. JD going to get his, though. Don't even front. Don't front. JD, JD get will get his. He also has flying limbs, so he's going to the line for sure. <laughs> for sure. Flying limbs. <laughs> But yeah, I know I, I like uh, Ginobili because lefty. Uh, he played like like both ends of the court. Like, Are you gonna really say pa- he's your all time favorite? 
I mean, there's so many players. I don't know how. To, I don't really have an all time, but Ginobili's up there. What a cop out! That's a cop out. Oh, God, Vegas so wants- like, well, no. I mean, so like for example, for me, right? I grew up watching one the Lakers because my dad, right? But uh, when basketball was really meant something to me, I was watching uh the Magic mm. and um, Penny, man. Like that's why I wear number one because Penny. Like that was my favorite player growing up. Straight up. Just I mean, vicious. of course. Um, Jordan definitely meant a lot to me, right? Just to see how he loved the game, how he approached it, how it was like straight up work. And um, he never took it for granted. It was just always like, I'm coming out here to be the best player ever. It wasn't, I I want to be the best player today. I want to be the best player ever. And he just approached it that way. So he'll always be up there, right? Kobe, Kobe is up there too, for sure. For for me, Um, I cop all his shoes and shit, but. Penny was the one that actually like really made me intrigued with hoop and wanted to be him, even though I wasn't gonna be what six six point point yeah. guard, right? <laughs> right? You still wanted to be them. Like yeah. you ca- we all counted down three, two, one, and tried to shoot like our favorite player <laughs> yeah, for sure. over and over. So even I- if there wasn't a hoop, it was just like a your door. So just, who is just shadow hooping? All right, so who, <laughs> all right, so here I want to change that. And who is now? All right, so because there's a lot of pressure on like the top player, and you'll get the, always a standard pressure or a standard answer. So who would be your best like ever role player or like six man Clay Thompson. player? Clay Thompson, definitely all time, all time. Second hand, second 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 to him yeah. is Robert Ory. Robert Ory. Okay, I respect that. That's where I was kind of leaning towards. Like, who's that? That player back in the like day, the that glue guy, wasn't uh, necessarily the top oh, he, player. Oh, he wasn't starting. Yeah, who was necessarily like that glue guy that kind of go in? So here's Ginobili. My, like, Ginobili was yours. Ginobili, fucking. Ori was a pretty good Robert pick because he kind of shine when no. He was the first like Scottie Pippen type guard when there's no Scottie Pippen type. Motherfucking, what's his name? I, I, I see his face. Um, fuck. Just keep going. He, he played on the. He played on the Rockets. He also played on. Uh, was it Ellie? Yes, Mario Ellie. I'm glad we're sinking like that. That <laughs> right? was a good one. Right? That was a good one. That means we're all on the same page, guys. I see his guys. face. I, see his yeah, face. I so I see his for face. me, one of my favorite players, and it was nothing other than just his game and his skill and how highly they talked about him. But Boris Diaw is one of my favorite players. Right. Genuinely, sure. he came in. I think as a I feel point guard. I, I, I enjoy the whole. Uh, you on the jazz. I enjoy the whole first, husky right? movement, bro. You're, the hus- you're, 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 you trip you every player that he's in. Big Baby Davis. Yo. Kevin Love. Yo, everyone goes <laughs> to their moments. I feel it. I feel it. I love it. I love it. Shout out to my big buzz, man. I enjoy it. Shout out to my big buzz, I thoroughly enjoy it, bro. Yo, I dropped some weight this year, but Shout out to Bison Dele, bro. Yanke Dira, Adare. Hey, I just got Whoever, NBA bro. Jam back, and uh, let's get some tournament edition going on one Damn. time. Who is your Who is your team to rock with NBA Jam right now? Boom, three, Charlotte, two, one. You Charlotte mean like, Hornets. It, like right Charlotte now? Hornets. The Hornets in that who game. Who's that? Anthony Mason and who? Nah, in that game it was it's Larry Johnson, Zoe, and Bugs. Muggsy. Everyone wanted to pick Muggsy. Everybody wanted to pick Muggsy. Well, because he looked automatic Filipino. Everybody (laughs) just said, like, yo, Muggsy's 5'3 in the league. Him and Spud Webb, half Filipino, bro. He's Asian, right? He's Asian, for sure. Hey, that's a fact. Fuck it. I'm running it. it. I'll take Mahmoud Abdul Rauf as a part Asian. He gets off. He gets off on a three. Yo. Big three. I was going to say that, man. I was like, big three. Oh, that's like a retired. What's your opinion on the big three? Is it is it good 
to have it, like the like for it to exist. I mean, I get it. Like it's still <laughs> for it to exist. It's like it's still hoops, or is it just full like, on trash? Do you feel like it's ever really gonna take off? It's all right. So this is how I feel. I was just having a conversation with somebody <laughs> the other day. I think it was my brother actually. And I was just like, man, watching Big Three is like kind of now with like somebody talking shit like uh Shaq versus Barkley like trying to play one on one like that's what I'm trying to watch <laughs> I, I right now I think the big thing would be a little bit more interesting But you know what I'm talking about no, like it's kind of at that level where it's like I mean it's it's the past the prime and it's it's a good competition but you're watching the older guys trying to go at it Yeah so do you enjoy it 3 on 3 it's is, exciting cuz it's short is your it, attention it, it catches the attention span fair, but fair, for guys like fair, us fair, that see fair. the whole game Right, it's like, bro. How, it's many, like, how much ISOs do they have to go? How much through? can you not play yeah. defense? In the same. <laughs> and I don't want to watch Jerome Williams. How many times am I going to see Rashard McCants get cooked? <laughs> <laughs> or see Katina Mobley go off? Katina Mobley's getting them. He getting them whites, bro. He getting them whites. Salt and pepper facial hair. I was hair, like, bro. if like, I if, <laughs> if I see solid pepper, yo, no, no salt and pepper. It's just no, straight they, up, man. That should be a rule in Big Three. You got to shave that. When I got guys like Jamario Moon jumping threes right now, I'm like. Oh, he hit that four pointer to finish Steve? that game that one time. One time. That shit, one time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was, and that's the shout out, Jamario Moon. You keep doing. You'll never get. Moon. You'll never get another keep. shout out, Jamario Moon. Straight I up. I think this is the first time on a podcast that Jamario Moon has been shouted out. Fuck, We're making man. history today, guys. Yo, I appreciate that four pointer though. Yeah, but yeah, man. man. Like I said, I appreciate the effort. I know it's a grab, but also at the same time, like. Just see, this is the thing we talk about, like money grabs all the time. That's kind of one of the things. So eventually one point they're going to try and get maybe the more popular player, mm-hmm. right? They'll try and pay for a Kobe <laughs> to come on and do a spot shot or KG will come in from the newly retired. Didn't Paul Pierce try? They don't love you like that. They don't love you like, <laughs> they don't that. Love you like that. Yo. Hey, you thought she was Kobe? You thought you was Kobe? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I Trying, to get, the, trying yeah. to get that farewell tour. Hey, I played... NBA 2K16 the other day just to kind of put it in there and see what the ratings was like for a little bit with my brother. I didn't even know where to put Paul Pierce. I was like, yo, do I want him to go back to free agent? Do I just want to drop him or just let him ride on the bench with uh, Brooklyn or Clippers? (laughs) I put this one gif of Paul Pierce with him on the Brooklyn Nets and his headband was like in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's just just the most... Sums his whole career. To me. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Paul Pierce and the mystery uh, wheelchair game. Oh my, oh my god, god. bro, who are you? The fireman's wheelchair carry. Fireman's wheelchair, the crying, and then the comeback to eighteen points. So or something. Like I, that. I feel like you don't I, fact check me as, on as stuff much that as I we say. Can clown sure, sure, on sure. the truth, uh, you know, I feel like he's had a pretty good. career. No, nah, overall, overall, no doubt. I think that it's but, just the way his career kind of like. Like ended like the last couple years was just weird. Straight like, uncles dry. Uncles dry. <laughs> Straight hey, uncle they, dry dry. They threw hella shade at what Rondo for a little bit, right? Or not Rondo. They were at Allen. Like they weren't allowing him to come into parties for a little bit or Ray something Allen? like that. Yeah, they were like they were beefing a little bit. I see. Or he already just, said he was like, I don't expect KG Rondo to. They didn't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Are they, are they just really hella salty about him going to Miami? Like. Y'all sound butthurt, but you know what? It's a fucking business, man. Like, do I have to consult with you guys? Like, I get it, right? We built this shit, whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, money talks, motherfucker. And if, if you ain't gonna match this shit, if I'm gonna get more money here and be able to play with LeBron James and fucking D-Wade, fuck y'all. You know, I, I get, like, that That core was a was a really good uh, set of players. But it's just, just like, man, 
Dude, that, that that's a that's a group of uh, egos that are very strong. I mean, KG, Rondo, and uh, he Paul didn't get Pierce. He, he didn't get along with Rondo, right? Yeah. He didn't, like, I feel like Rondo yeah, dude, I feel like that's a, that's a tough uh, group to play with if you're uh, you know not a, a star. I feel like Rondo's a fucking knucklehead to play with. It's like fucking goddamn. Do you and have now to dribble he's like old fi- knucklehead? Do you have to dribble for 15 seconds for some <laughs> shit to go down? <laughs> Just yelling at people to move with the other hand. Well, this is the thing. What's hard about a guy like that is you take leadership, but like you said, it's like, well, like he's a Steve Nash type commander. Don't, but don't, but Steve, but no, no, no. no, But he commands the game just like that. I'm not saying he needs to. He holds the ball like it, just like a Kyle Lowry type holding the ball. But that's what I mean. Is like it rubs people the wrong way because as much as he just wants to make the perfect pass, you just gotta do it right and he's not that player to really take over a game when shooting 68 percent from the line and yeah you know, he ain't gonna drop he ain't gonna drop dub five easy like you right <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you something even at my highlight like i think i i record Shut I have a this is all no, not swear to god not talk. swear to god like i think when you feel <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you're my, on fire my, my stat line was probably yo, like 38 when you feel like five. you're on fire it is not like i think the most i had was like 21 points and i felt like i was lit like i had like shit in the bottom how, of the bucket how does that feel how does that feel when you're just in the zone <sighs> man and when you're in the zone, you just for some reason you just don't stop. Like you just keep running. You're playing defense. You're doing everything you can are you, to stay on fire. Are, are you cognitively like thinking like, all right, when I get the ball, I'm shooting, or are you just still trying to play within your game? Like, is it more like I'm I'm gonna let it go if I get it? I honestly play like the best play possible. Okay. So if there is a if, typical, 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 answer, typical answer. I know. Well, this is well, this is. Oh, are you are you trying to get a check? Are you trying to get a check? My guy's trying to get a check right now. Hey, you guys need a free agent? Well, if I don't I play, well, I, I play within y'all. Because this is the thing, right? When I come out, like, all right. So I'm gonna give you a little background. When I started, when I got healthy, it was to play basketball again. Because I got to the point in my life where I was just all about trying to work and all about a grind. And I forgot my health. I forgot my fitness. But I even hit it even more by trying to pretend like you're healthy a little bit. I get you. That, you know what I'm saying? That, the pretend fit. Sure. I'm going to go out and shoot a couple that baskets. Baffle, that, that baffles me. You know what I mean? Like you being like a little bigger guy, right? But like you don't know that if I just looked at you, you don't know that you can fucking really move yeah. like that. So going on with the pretend fit, right? Yeah. You, like your body's going to. Your body is going to tell you you want to do this, 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 this. And that's been my advantage kind of like growing yeah, up. Man, I, and it's I like it's that. smooth. Like yeah. it's it's great because I use people's kind of like automatic sense to judge somebody in front of them. I like that. And I'll like eat them up. I like that. And I will talk shit. So you're basically, so you're, you're, so you're basically, basically saying you're smooth. I will. Yes, I will. I like that. I like the self prop. I like that. I like that. No, we we running with that. But you know sure. what? This is the thing. I've been playing. He is legit, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've been playing a long time, and the one thing I love is just adding something to what's already there. So my best game is what everybody else is around me. So if we lose by twenty and we're having a good time, I'm gonna lose by twenty, the best. But please believe my integrity will get to me, and I will yell at somebody on my team for losing by dub. How come we never got this guy on our team, Jay? Y'all were he was always on the other. Stacked, he, was, he was always on the other. Stacked. Y'all had a great, great flow. But this is the thing: I love playing against y'all because it was kind of like y'all. Because we talking that shit, talking dog. That we talking shit. that shit. Yo, boy. I never ran into anybody we talking, talking more shit. shit boy. Migs used to, to have God. this look during oh, layups. Hey, on God, bro. bro. On God, bro. <laughs> we talking that shit. I Migs used I'm to like... look down, and this is what I took from Migs. Migs used to look people and never talk to them. He would just, I am the fuck out. This guy was in the zone. Him and Jose, they were me and Jose. 
and Lowe's like I would go into battles with Jose just talking and I'm like why am I even talking out yeah, loud right? <laughs> for like, what for, for no reason that's how you, that's how you know we we're, we're friends that's, that's and how you I was know like we're getting, we are friends do we go to the same class that's how you know we're, we're getting hell of shit that's how you know we're getting to you though you and, know that's, what I mean? and that's where I lost myself and that's why I have to position myself now <laughs> exactly, as an adult man. and I'd be like look I, t- I yell at my teammates more than I yell at the other team but that's because if I yell at the other team I'm out of it Bro, I'm yeah. lost you already won yeah, like Wait. I can tell you that. Like Migs used to be in my head before I step in the gym. If I see him, I'm like, he's stretching in tights. Migs was wearing tights before tights was you popular, y'all. Hey, he, re- he really Migs. set the trend in you the. You feel me? I had the little pads. I had the little pads. He had the football compressions. Football. Get it, man? Hey. Migs had different fans. It was great, me? man. Depending on what Migs did the last night, it would <laughs> smell like tequila or Hennessy. You feel me? I mean, we just keep it. I, we're cooking though. Like, up lines, <laughs> the, I'm cooking. The funniest, the, the funny, the funniest thing about uh, the, these hoop leagues was like everyone was like in the club that the night before, <laughs> and, then, and then hoop it the next we day. We try hoop the morning, 10 a.m. Everybody's looking late and hungover. There's teams of four trying we, to play. We, 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 we end the game. We're, we're tapping each other. Like, the first yo, thing that comes out, it's not, it's not. It's not about the game. It's like, hey, did you pull that? Hey, you, you get that? Hey, hey wow. you I see you. Hey, I, 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 I see you. you in the corner, bro. Hey, getting bro. busy. On the side, bro. Hey, shout out to the nice holy cow. Straight tricking. Uh, I see, holy, hey, I see shout you, out hey, to the original holy cow. Hey, I, seen you, I seen you buy that girl a drink. Did you get her? Or what? <laughs> Damn. Hey, the 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 next day though, just to have twelve drunk people trying to play basketball <laughs> against each other. It's that a fucking was, mess. That was man. a fucking it's mess. A fucking mess. Listen, man. there was not a lot of good basketball played. The mind next you morning. though. Hey, mind you, we're not washed, right? We're not washed. I mean, any any of y'all can get it, right? <laughs> we 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 are taking hey, all. Hey, any of y'all can get. It. Mind you, I'm happily in retirement. You know what I mean. I'm declining these uh, these offers. offers. <laughs> yeah, I'm politely declining. You know what I mean. I'm 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 just living. But uh, hey, shout out to hey. all the hoopers still doing it though, man. You got man. uh, there's a couple of people out there still doing it in Ron. with kids. Yeah, Ron hey. Q, the original lefty hey. with the most wettest fucking baseline jump shot can I ask ever. You th- can I ask you this, right? So <laughs> since since we're we're since we're growing up, right? Mind you, we're only like what twenty one, twenty two, right? Yeah. Uh, so these younger <laughs> kids, like, are they a threat to you, or are they more? Do you kind of look down on them, like, ah, they, they nah, they they're this is the thing, man. Kids are hella smart now. They can look at YouTube, YouTube. and practice yeah. videos. Like the Sham God, one of our homies had to teach us that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you try different moves, like I have right. to watch what Mig's doing on a crossover, and you're like, yeah. yo, can I try that? I remember I was hitting the Euro step early and they were calling travels on me. All the time because they didn't know what to look for. Yeah. And now people Euro four steps and still don't get called on Crab that. dribble. Crab dribble now. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. The new game. So this is the thing. I respect yeah, the new like ballers. What's like the new meta game now? Like the new a... big game is threes and run. Threes, and, threes run. and run. And it's that ISO James Harden shit. It's between tough. Between the legs, between the legs, between the legs. Dribble, step back. Dame Lloyd's hitting that now. Um, who else... Uh, Chris Paul is hitting it since he's been fucking with James Jim Harden. Harden. Hella, you, you hella see that, and uh, I don't know. It's it's cool to see, right? Like it's cool to see like how the games evolve versus like banging hella tough. Back right? to the basket, banging right, bang, bang, bang to finesse fadeaways, right to um, euro steps to between the leg, between the leg, hard dribble, step back, 
right? It's 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 so crazy to see how the game evolves like that. And it's like one on. Well, also like I mean the attacking. Like they won't even look. Remember one on three? Like you would get reamed and you would have to like <laughs> sit on the bench if you pulled up a one on three jump shot. I always felt like when that we were was. Playing, I always felt now like, it's like common. <laughs> I always felt like that was the most shitty fucking drill. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do, man? <laughs> Fuck. Like, all right, we're we're running back. You're and gonna I'm, commit I'm, to someone eventually. Yeah, I think I think like, the drill is like you go you go and you you run a layup. You're running back on defense and there's fucking a dribbler and then two people yeah. on the wings and you're just like fuck like what am i supposed to do like get in position to try to take the charge or what the fuck are you so supposed this to is do? so, so I, this is like always so a fucked up and astro. this is the thing right so i've been coaching for the last couple of years where are you coaching at so i actually stepped back this year but uh shout out to sf champions man aau program actually that's aau that's aau um been with them for the last couple of years and you, do you know, guys play like a jordan's team like the warriors and shit nah not yet i think Teams are starting to build up there's to get that. Is there tiers? Of yeah, there's AAU? certain tiers of what you want to sign up for based on the level of competition you take on, okay. the kids in your club and stuff Fair. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are kids in our program that are playing against like LeBron's kids, though. There, fucking, there's a couple of holy shit. What's, yeah. it, what's his name from the fucking uh, Heat? The uh, white boy? Uh, Tyler John- Johnson. Yeah, Tyler his Johnson. little brother was running AAU, right? Yeah, he's, there's he's a nice, lot. Apparently, yeah, dude, right? there's, and is now- he from the Bay Area? Yeah, right. I they're, think they're from San Jose, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's from, yeah something Saint like Francis. That. Yeah, and so that's the thing too is like you have like now it's see this is where it's changing a little bit, right? The game is kind of changing because now there's sponsorships. Now there's like NBA athletes getting their kids. Look, LeBron has a team. We played against Isaiah Ryder's fucking team in Damn, Vegas. Damn, shout out to JR, man. Shout out to JR with the East Bay Funk, man. <laughs> hey. I was like, I was going to actually walk over like, yo, I recognize that coach. Because this is the thing. I was in the zone. And I was like, that dude looks familiar. But, you know, he's like 50 pounds heavier. Like, but hey, same- hey, can you still put it between the legs? <laughs> probably. probably. Can you, can That's you? the first thing you say to him. That's, probably that like, was yo, the hardest shit. Yam? At, like, if, if you know anything about J.R. Ryder, aside from a Timberwolves jersey that just says wolves on it in white and yeah. blue and green, the fire. you know the motherfucking between the legs. Like, he really jammed that shit. He, that, uh, pay, that picture is, like, iconic. You'll see that, like, if you Google uh, J.R. Ryder. Wasn't yeah. that Oakland? He did it in Oakland? Was he in Oakland for that? But he just kind of repped Oakland in that. I don't know. I just all, the only Oakland one I know is fucking James Carter. Jason. <laughs> yeah, That's Jason right. Richardson. Jason Richardson and, and Vince Carter. Vince Carter was that in that was in Oakland, right? That was when Anton Jameson was supposed to be in the. That's when he said, "It's over, it's over, it's yeah, over." Yeah, like, I was like, I'm glad Anton Jameson didn't go in the dunk contest. That would have been, been trash. trash. <laughs> no, but he has put, no creativity. Yeah. He put a fifty though. He put a he put a <laughs> on the Lakers. I, I the Lake Show. Hey, back he went, to back. He went back to back fifty. Yeah, only one in history. What Sonics and then Lake Show? Yeah. What, what was our original question? I lost track. <laughs> Uh, about coaching. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Thank you. See, that's so why. You this is why a good team. I mean, you so smoke, you got, you so we went weed. out there. Smoke some weed. We guys. went out to. We went out to Vegas. We went out to Vegas and uh, Huggin got smacked. But the great thing about playing against teams like that, it just allows you to understand where you are, right? Like yeah. I think tournaments ultimately. It's a litmus you, test. It yeah, it has to be. You can't treat it like it's essentially that but what that does that gives me respect for also like different pieces of the pie right Right. you're gonna have a kid that wants to be the james harden but you have to have the point guard you have to have the the brawler guys that get rebounds and you have to have a filler that can just shoot so it's about balance man ultimately i think um you have to have a a set foundation and teaching these kids you know different styles of game right and that's what actually that's coming into what we talked about a little bit was like the people coaching out here right they just essentially they want to do good for the team like and for the kids so are, I was, uh, go ahead are you seeing quality kids are you seeing like 
actual like hoopers or are they like works like work in progress or like what is it like i feel like when you when you talk about aau it's not like park and reg it's not like boys and girls club i feel like if you're a kid playing aau like you're 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 like the star on your like your school's team or something like that see that's where that's where i felt like uh growing up too right i never played aau it was all my taller (laughs) homies that were very athletic (laughs) (laughs) look because asians were athletic right yeah so all my homies that were bags of rice i know Shout out to a couple of Asians that made it out probably to AAU, like Sean Kayola. I do. Oh, that guy is raw, man. Sean Kayola. He was killing. See, I was scared of certain he's up there. He's, up. A, he's up there with you, for sure. He's in the... Dude, that dude... Well, he's Jelly City no All-Stars. Way. He's Jelly City no All-Stars. way, man. He is the, he is the man, dude. Sean Kayola Bollins. Shout out to South City that always put numbers on us every time <laughs> we walked into their gym. And this is the thing. You know he was a true athlete because when I played him in baseball, he also hit a home run on us. Oh, shit. So shout you play out baseball? To, yeah, man, I played baseball a little bit. <laughs> Who are you, catcher? Uh, <laughs> catcher, first base. Catcher, first base? Catcher, first big boy. Or third, boy. or third, or third. Hey. Straight panda-ish. <laughs> Straight Prince Hey, Miller. that's a lot funny, but... That was a little jab, a little jab, right? You know, little, that was kind of... <laughs> He's like, catcher, you know? know? <laughs> I would only be I offended. Had to, I had to. I had to. I would I only be to. offended if it wasn't all true. Yeah. Those are hey, all man. of it. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> that up, was everything. Up. I think the only time they allowed me to play outfield was like in high school when it was, or when in uh, middle school when it was softball. <laughs> this fucking pal. I was man. like, he let me, he P-A-O. let me volunteer for outfield, and then I was like, yo, I'm running uh, way yeah, too just, far. Yeah, just, just, just run out there. Just run out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just just go, just, just go, just go out there and just if you see the ball, just catch it and just throw it back inside. Yeah, man. So yeah, so uh, damn, what were we at again? One more time, coaching, coaching. coaching. So coaching, yeah. So um, the game is definitely uh, the game is definitely something that's very you know valuable to the community because now kids that think they can play can get that same actually uh, game that other kids that have the talent go. Because what happens if you want to go out there, you can volunteer and sign up to go practice like the kid that gets it right but the kid that gets it is probably the one that's gonna get the coach go after him and say you should play with our program right because we can help you get better right but there are pieces to it where people just want to be a part of that program whether they like the coaches whether they like where it's headed and shout out to all AU coaches out there because it's hard, man. I'll tell you yeah. this, man. Just it's a full time job. Man. It's a full time job for some of these people. Kind they of. passion after, and uh, it's a thankless job, man. Like to coach, to kind of go out there for these kids. You get yelled at by everybody. Sure, uh, their kid doesn't get playing time. You're the one taking <laughs> oh, the forefront. I can't even imagine. Like, and you know what? Like some kids are really just gonna sit the whole game. They have, and you Legit. have to balance that out, and you have to understand. Like, this isn't uh, club sports. This isn't CYO, or this right. isn't CYO. This club sports because people pay and i heard like i mean in baseball it's the same thing and there are so many sports and actually going into that we have kids that are getting injuries now which is kind of crazy so please be mindful get proper treatment get stuff like kids can't just run and just not get hurt man, yeah you know, we kid, run and get hurt bro kids aren't supposed to get hurt yet man the and fuck? they got tommy john at young age look at all Shit. these new kids right <laughs> Right, so Tommy John at, in high school. Shout out to Tommy John, man. Whoever you are, <laughs> whoever you are, you got a fucking uh, injury name. You got an injury <laughs> named after you. Whoever you are, man, you fucking level up. They were like, "Damn, this is the first time we've seen this." Hey, we got a name. What's your name? Tommy. Last name <laughs> John. Last name John. <laughs> For sure. But like I said, man, injuries are real. So whenever people make major comebacks, you got certain things that happen. But kids, like you know, they shouldn't be getting hurt. And if they are. Don't rub salt in it like like we used to do back in the day. Go ask for help. Yeah. Get treatment. Why do you think we signed up for fucking? How, how does a how does a young 
a kid get treatment, like the proper treatment. Like, say, what if their parents don't have like health insurance? That like that. that all goes to like, and you're on an AAU team. So who like helps fund that? Does someone help fund that? Or nah, is it just, man. Nah, uh, it's so it's kind of like own, right? it's it's waiver, and you kind of like I said, you take your own chances, and but you kind of help the the parents as much as they can yeah. with resources. The good thing is a lot of teams or a lot of uh, parents have their doctor they go to. So if they do a lot of sports, they should deal with a doctor that kind of may deal with more injuries, right? Or more understanding crazy, how the kid's man. body works. But, you know, overall it, you know, these, these kids, like, you know, they're playing more sports than ever. They'll play three sports in a year where I couldn't even get on the basketball court for like three months <laughs> if i got cut i'm playing outdoors yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean but uh overall man it's like yeah it's, it's crazy but um you know now we got really good treatment in place there's professionals for everyone so um it's just being about being informed and you know making sure these kids are healthy and having fun out there right ultimately that's what it is so again shout out to all the programs getting all these kids involved getting them you know off the streets off the ipads and just trying to do work for themselves man so shout out to y'all no doubt, man. Shit. What we got, man? We got week uh, one. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think we should start getting to the main topics here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're not, we're, we're not, we're are not we recording? Yeah. We're not recording. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this thing are we recording? Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, nah, but uh, I guess week one, NFL, man. So, uh, the NFL kicked off uh, not too long ago. Uh, I think everyone was pretty hyped. Everyone had their, you know, fantasy teams all drafted and everything <laughs> everyone's just ready to get the season going uh what'd you guys think about uh, week one i first of all want to apologize because i threw shade on people that auto draft <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> our draft happened to be sunday night with the gentleman's league yeah, yeah, yeah our draft happened to be sunday night and um i went to this little party during the day <laughs> i got pretty ripped and um I was asking my boy, hey, what's my Yahoo password? And he was like, fuck, I don't know. You. <laughs> that's how ripped <laughs> I was. Hey, that's how ripped I was. That's how, and, uh, oh. I ended up auto-drafting. Mind you, my team isn't that bad, but it's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I drafted 10 out, 10 out of 10. And, um, I mean, I got the snake coming back. But, uh, yeah, man, my shit is trash. And then, um, <laughs> shout out to all the listeners that are doing the um, – Game ball podcast, uh, fantasy football. The league. first, the first of its. Uh, yeah, the inaugural. The inaugural. That's what we're calling yeah. it. Um, <laughs> the first of its kind. Yeah, the first of its uh, first of its kind. Historical. Our, our guest here, Nate, is uh, in in the league, and he uh, washed me last week. So uh, <laughs> shout out to motherfucking uh, the John Connor, motherfucking the Terminator. <laughs> oh my god. James Connor fucking went off, man, and uh, he basically killed me. But I have I have him in the other league, so. Yo, I. I rattled some cages in a couple of drafts because after after the whole thing, I took them early. Did you? I can't tell y'all just because I feel like it's going (laughs) to... Y'all gonna laugh, man. I'm in five leagues. Damn, bro. That's Gosh. a lot of... I'm in three. That's a lot of thinking. That's a well, lot of Well, the great thinking. thing is... Two you... is already enough. It's like too much for me. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, who do I have on this team? Who do I have on this team? Like, fuck, man. And that, what sucked in our league, in the, uh, in the Game Two Ball Podcast League, uh, I was pick number four. And then fucking... I knew the first three that was going off. Like, it was the third, third pick's turn and fucking... Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott was there and I was like please don't pick him I want to pick him <laughs> so we picked him and I was like fuck who am I supposed to get because Le'Veon's there right Le'Veon, he's obviously the, oh my god he's obviously supposed to be picked at four, fantasy right? buster of the year I ended up picking fucking AB man was it what, what, who would you pick at fourth 
That's the hardest pick. The hardest pick because there was so much hype on everybody up front. There was a lot D- of people that DJ's dropped go, down, D- which DJ, was weird. DJ Gurley, Zeke. Who's after that? If you're at four. See, damn. Jay? Well, we had who do we have up there? Tyreek Hill was up there. See, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him on four. Antonio Brown's up there. Yeah, that's, how, that's, that's that's why I took Kamara. Isn't Kamara? Kamara was like he was like. It feels like he was like eight to twelve for okay, some reason. Yeah. It feels like he fell because other things were kind of flooding it. So when you look at just the running backs, you can see him kind of drop off. But yeah, he's a monster apparently right now. I mean, he said he had nine touches on rushes or some crazy thing and he still had 43 points that game was insane by the way that new orleans saints and uh tampa just back and forth dude i would never thought like man dude i had deshaun jackson on in one of my leagues man. And I, bench I, I, mvp bench, i didn't start yeah, i benched him bench and I like, mvp what the fuck? and then now he has a concussion so i can't start him <laughs> hey can I'm i like, say, oh, hey, can God. i say this though can i say this though? like there's no better feeling seeing the people on your bench not contributing and the people that you're starting contributing. Contribute. <laughs> For sure. I'm just like, yes, I'm such a good coach. Yeah, like, I'm so, I made <laughs> all the right decisions. I called that. I, I did that. I, I did that. that. There's no better feeling I, than that. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I, I knew God. that was happening. <laughs> there's no, there's no better feeling than that. I knew it. But the worst one is when he's on your bench and you're like, I knew he was going to fuck off. I knew it. I but a, I'm so smart that I knew he was going <laughs> to go off and I just left him consciously on I got Dalton on my, on my bench, man. Whatever. Anyways, man. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's get into the NFL, man. Um, the Niners ended up uh, not getting washed, right? Uh, they played. I feel like they played really well against a Super Bowl contender, being it their first game with Jimmy G on the road in Minnesota. I think uh, I th- they could have easily had that game tied at the half, uh, except for that Alfred Morris. Uh, Fumble, which was heartbreaking to see, man. That was tough. And then, like, Goodwin gets, like, uh, hurt early in the game. Um, guy's not catching anything. <laughs> um, Kittle had a pretty decent game, though. I was impressed with his uh, performance. But, I mean, not having McKinnon there, I think is just going to – I don't know. I could see us going, uh, like, being, like, 2-2, two and two, if anything, in the next, like, couple weeks or so. Nothing to, like, panic about. But if we start the season, like, 0-4 – or one in three. That's when it's fucking trade his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Five-year contract guarantee trade on his our ass books. Right now. On our books, guaranteed. I'll tell you right now, though. In the Bay Area, I would take Jimmy G over... David Carr? David Carr. David Carr. Dallas Carr. Dallas Carr. See, that's the thing, too. Is like It's tough because you also have a system in Oakland that's like, they're moving. They are gone. That's what everyone thinks. Nah, they're gone. Apparently, Oakland is already. Oh, they're moving. Oh, they're moving. They're they're actually moving. Yeah. Oakland is already filing to go like sue uh, the NFL on like their practice of how they moved over there. Because you trip, you have a deal for the next couple of years, but there's a stadium and stores up already. Like you're not promoting for them to go get shit done and go finish that off to let Vegas take in that money. (sighs) I'm still so indifferent about that man i mean i get it that like vegas is a good place to have a sports team but it's like i don't know man i don't know why you move the raiders out there out of all teams though you pick the raiders yeah out of all teams in the hub of bay area that's what i'm saying is like it doesn't it doesn't make complete sense but you also see like how it all like fuzzled out and now that we're the hub of the area we're just taking on players so what also doesn't make sense is why 
fucking Mac left. <laughs> when, he, when, <laughs> when I saw that on Twitter, bro, I was like, I was wait, like, what? what? Can, I, can I just ask you straight up, when games are in Vegas, are they going to be at light the night before? Yes. Hey, meet me at Omnia. <laughs> <laughs> Every celebration. You know what I, mean? just, I think that's a fucking disaster waiting to happen. Like, like there's players a lot going of off. Shit. Derek, Derek Carr is fucking gonna be a resident DJ. At fucking, <laughs> at fucking, straight up, bro. He's gonna be a resident DJ at fucking daylight, bro. He's gonna open up for Stevie Aoki and shit. For sure, bro. <laughs> Diplo. He's about to be just be all of a sudden. He's about to take a hobby up. Like, hey, I like this stuff, man. Damn, bro. I think it's a disaster waiting to happen. I feel like it's gonna be not quality football but well, i don't you, know when you have sports and a lot of money going into a town that just invites you to waste money right and that's what they said right vegas is a town back in the day it used to be when you didn't know where to put your money you go to casino and just let them play with it mm-hmm. and you take the win or the loss but you go home <laughs> but now it's like nah man you got to get a 30 dollar margarita i don't even know how to say it <laughs> i don't even know how to spend 30 dollars on hey, a margarita just, drink hey. Shout out to my friends still buying those plastic cups of drinks, man. That <laughs> shit looks like oh y'all are balling, God. bro. Hey, hey, I what, fucking hey, can't. One, number one Vegas rule, don't be the jackass walking around this casino with the fucking strap around, around your, your neck. Around with your, the drink. With the, the big-ass drink just on your no, back. Like, don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't Please do don't it. do it. Hey, Supreme Please. Tag, they doing it? Please, dude, they, that will ruin your day too. If you drink that, yeah, that is the ultimate. That is the ultimate <laughs> hangover before. Like the first sip, you're like, there it goes. I'm already hungover, guys. You get a brain freeze and then uh, hangover right after, for sure. And they just invite you to drink like a gallon of it just to be completely sloshed and back in your room. <sighs> oh my God, man. Oh Vegas, shout out to all the nights you forgot in <laughs> Vegas, Migs. <laughs> Man, I, even, I hate that place. <laughs> Mind you, I'm going there fucking the end of the month. I'm also there in a month. Wedding? Uh, no, just uh, just a go. Someone's fake birthday. 27. That's the only reason. Are why you there you... on the 27? Uh, 29. Uh, sh- is that Sunday? 29 to the first. It's Saturday. Saturday? Sunday. Yeah. I might see you Saturday. I'm still in Vegas for a day. I'm at a <laughs> wedding the night before, but oh, maybe we'll link up. Yeah, live podcast from what? Yeah, man. What pool? Um, shit, I don't know yet. Stay tuned. Stay tuned if we link up. Yeah, to be tuned. determined. If yeah. we link up, T- we'll ask JD to do a yeah. live on broadcast yeah. from Marquee Day Club. TBD, TBD. TBD. Questionable. Questionable. Day to day. Depending on the levels. Oh, fuck, man. Fucking, that place takes so much money from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that crazy. You, you ever spend fucking... A few racks in fucking three days or two days. It's so crazy your spending habits in Vegas. You're just like you don't why, give a fuck. All you do is why not? That's your mindset. Why yeah, not? Why hey, not? How many times eat at this like luxurious buffet. buffet? I'm not even hungry. I was fucking just, <laughs> I'm not I, even, I, just, I just took two malls. I, I just took two malls last night. I'm not even hungry. Uh, I'm fucking peeing out my you're, butt. You're, I, can't, I can't even fucking eat. But fuck it, I'm down. You're laying there looking at fucking crispy fries in a little tray, and you just pour it over just because you're already paying you, for it. You take uh, a nap at the at the table. Bro. I think That's I think this good. sushi would go well with this fucking lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking you with out of whack, bro. It's like what the fuck is going on? Wait, here? is that hey. chocolate mousse? Can I get some of that on top uh, of my chicken just to put it there? Hey, the pineapple 
General So, right? <laughs> General So, <laughs> yeah. bro, you're just like out of fucking, you're fucking out of your mind. You're bro. like in different countries, uh, eating their, all their cuisines in one place. I fucking legit hate that place. I'm, I don't know. Man. <laughs> wait, wait, what place? Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Right? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you like a specific place. Hey, but there'll never be a more classic time than fucking Ryan and walking out of fucking Spearmint Rhino. There's fucking the light coming out. That's when you know you're a fucking true dirtbag. When you are walking it's out like, and the uh, lights coming on. It's fucking 5 a.m. Yesterday's clothes. What the fuck is going on right now? Let me check my fucking pocket. <laughs> hey, the unwrinkled shirt with the slack still on and the dress shoes and the just, night before. Bro, who wears hard shoes to the fucking club still, bro? <laughs> remember, we used to, remember we used to run that? We used to run that, right? We used to Bo wear shoes. The, everybody. Bo we shoes. used to wear fucking hard, hard fucking bottom shoes, dress shoes slacks. with fucking jeans. Or, yeah, slacks or jeans and a fucking express shirt, bro. Only one. It had to be a striped shirt. Like shout striped, striped, striped shirts were like the thing, bro. Hey, Ever shout, since fucking Jay Z started. Man, shout shit, out to bro. fucking Sweet One One Eighty One, man. Those fucking classic <laughs> hey. times. Yeah. I was talking to the homie Ed. Shout out to Ed, man. He was like, man, those are the di- good old days. I was like, why you say that? He was like, man, that was before bottle service came out, and then everyone was just in the club, and it was free pickings for everyone. Everybody. There was no I'm stunting and I'm, I like, got this oh, bottle. This is the, this is the cool area. Slide. Yeah, you know That's what I mean? True. It's just like we in here and we have one mission and we're about to fucking <laughs> we're gonna do like, it. You know what I mean? You just walk into a you, circle, walk, in you walk into a girl's a circle of girls <laughs> and you just try to dance with them versus like Chilling at the bottle service and be like, oh, I'm sick. I just paid fucking 80 bucks. How much yeah. did you pay to get in here? 20? Like 10 dudes looking you know at I mean? like a bottle and yeah. then it's just like being on the dry. You know what I mean? <laughs> those are the, like, when, when he said that shit, that shit really hit me. I was like, damn, those were the good old days. Like we really had to put our fucking game on top instead of just flexing. It was, you mean, now, it you is mean, a you flex, mean, it is a flex, it's a flex off, now. Huh? It's a flex now. It was, it was fun because you would be in line and you would game play with your homies like, yo, where are you going to go first? Like, oh, I'm going to be in the fucking room. <laughs> fucking room. <laughs> Straight to the back area, right? Go down the fucking creepy steps all the way in the back. Looks like, looks all like, of a sudden, looks like, the looks like there could be a basketball court back there. This shit is fucking four stories all of a sudden, and then you have to climb all the way back up, hoping nobody touch your drink. Man, that, those are fucking good old days, man. Ah, <sighs> uh, shout out Sweet I mean, 181. Yeah, that was like, is what, that, that was probably like, Taylor what? and Eddie? Yeah. yeah, it's like a karaoke lounge now. Pandora. Shout out to Pandora. Pandora's still doing it, <laughs> keeping, the, uh, keeping those back steps alive. Yeah, man, they have to, man, they have to. But yeah, Damn. man. Um, what else is going on with football, man? Uh, football's fucking finally, al- finally alive. Um, are we juiced for this, or are we just taking a stand, just taking a knee? Uh, the knees. I man. know people are fucking boycotting fucking football, and it's kind of. Like I have a coworker kinda, that, that, that straight up crazy. He refuses not, to watch football. He will not watch it. He's like a Why? he's like a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. His his dad uh, was just a fan too. So like he's like, yeah, I just don't watch the games no more. What just is because the crazy. whole like. The, whole the NFL is, the NFL is not like um, responding well to like the co- the the players like acts of like protests and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, I hate getting into shit like this, but I mean, it's going on. I want to know if it's like w- before the season starts. Like, do, does the team have a, like a meeting? It's like, hey, look, this is what's gonna happen. No fucking bullshit. We we <laughs> no understand bullshit. we understand that you guys have strong opinions about a certain way that things are being done in this country, but. We are not kneeling. Do you think they have that conversation? Yeah, I think I think they have to make it up because this is the thing, right? You know what's going to happen, so you have to find out who's going to do it, so you can either stand with them and just let them know, like it's free game, like we're right there with you, or you tell them, like I don't like you doing that. And it's yeah, I think sports, especially in the NFL, has gotten to the whole political game, and also with money going on, like they're no longer playing for fun. 
Mm-hmm. They're no longer playing for fun. And then when you talk about things like, you know, there's also like controversial stuff along with it with CTE, right? And that's not offensive against anybody. It's just real, right? The junior sale stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff out there. And I think just people have to build their own perception. Like for me, um, do I watch football? Yeah, but I try and take it back and separate all the stuff. Like I have a homie who's like anti-Kaepernick because he's like just his own mindset, right? Anti-Kaepernick. Anti, That's the first I Anti, I've not heard, Kaepernick yeah. in general, but he was just like, well, he was a terrible athlete. So it's like he didn't get signed because of that. And I'm like... Okay, that's one way of looking that, at it. That's that's so, a that's a that's an argument you could. So I was saying that I was like, well, that's that's also an argument. It's not everything I believe in, but it's true. Like Kaepernick, how many times during the last couple of seasons were like, that's a terrible decision. That was mm-hmm. a wash. You can throw it as hard as you can, but you can't touch it. How many were we like very critical on him? Like, yo, we just need to find somebody else in there. We were willing to take anybody in there, and then now it's like, okay, well, was that the decision, or now are we just against Kaepernick because he can't sign? But at the same time talent man fucking yeah, numbers man. are numbers so it's law so it's truth you know what i'm saying for sure man i'm i'm, I'm come with a wild take but uh i was never a fucking kaepernick fan um mm, he, I can see that. he can't not throw the ball well yeah like I, I i i appreciate all the other attributes you have to provide but we haven't had a fucking good quarterback since motherfucking jeff garcia bottom line you know maybe sean hill had a game or two but damn, have, shout out Sean Hill though. Damn. The 1-3. Right, <laughs> but I mean, we have not had a legit quarterback since motherfucking Jeff Garcia. Shout out to him. He got finally got nominated to go to the fucking Hall of Fame. Nice. But um yeah, man, that's why seeing Jimmy G is like crazy. That's it's uh it's crazy to me. We're so used to seeing um uh, linebackers or whatever mm-hmm. or, or uh I don't know. Seeing Jimmy G and just making, just seeing our team being able to uh, thrive, I guess. The future looks bright. Yeah. I think they finally said, though, like, that's why. It's like when they committed to Jimmy G, they knew they were going to get backlash. Like, oh, he only got six games and all this stuff. But it's like, look, we'll commit to a quarterback now. Like, let's just make this, let's just make this happen, right? Like, give us the best piece right now. Like, all right, we had Willis, we had Bowman, we had all these pieces, and we always took second flank on quarterback especially after Kaepernick and Mm -hmm. Smith left, we always look for second fiddle. And now we're trying to get to that point where now you committed to the team. So let's see it. Right. And there's fucking whispers of Le'Veon Bell, though. We got the dough. We got the money. You like that, Jay? Why not throw it at him? I say why not at this point. We lost our our starting running back. We have to get somebody. We gave him 12. How much did we give Dalvin? Or how much did we give, uh, what's his name, McKinnon? McKinnon? Uh, is it like 12, 13? Yeah. Something like that. Wait, we cut him. We He never plays a down in a Niner jersey. Fucking sign Le'Veon. I'm not mad at that at all. You think Le'Veon would even stay or just... Uh, I don't know, man. It would It I would have like, to see how the season plays I feel like money out. talks. I feel like money talks and whoever... If it's the motherfucking Browns, like, you know what I mean? Whoever yeah. the fuck it is. If they fucking throw him the right dollar. Well, I think this going. is the thing. I think with He Bell, wants to play football. He wants to play football, but I think this is the thing. It's going to be very calculated because he has a year to talk shit and throw it at him. So he will probably want to be traded to like the Jets or somebody he can see twice. Mm-hmm. So he wants <laughs> to see them. Fair. But I think if he was smart, he'd just open up his window and say, who wants to pay me? And if the Niners come in on that Kevin Durant type mentality, like, look, let us just show you what we look like in the Bay Area. Hey, Bob, help my boy fucking help my boy Johnny fucking out. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make some hey, dough Johnny, real quick. Go holla at Bob real quick. <laughs> <laughs> He'll help you out with the motherfucking consulting. 
But that's the realest thing is like, one, that's how they kept KD. KD got interested. Guess what? Everybody showed him what the possibilities here of a Bay Area brand would be. And now he, him, Iguodala, they're all locked in on some tech stuff. Yeah. They're here because they're doing other business. Hey, even JaVale, man. Even JaVale is a... He's running out his house out here, so he's making money. It's like an Airbnb, like an Airbnb type <laughs> thing. Like he is literally renting out his lifestyle, life for people. I seen it on Instagram. It was crazy. Who? Uh, Javale. He lets you rent out his house and live like him with all his stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I seen it on an Instagram. Where's his ad. house at? Probably like I don't know, like Emeryville or oh, East Bay. East Bay. Does he still have it? Probably. It's smart. Honestly, the smartest thing for them to do is all buy their shit and he, then just rent it out and he, then just come back when they want to. Is he sad or is he happy he's a Laker? Happy as hell. I feel like his his personality fits well in L.A. Like, just being in L.A., not, like, just because of it's the Lakers. Like, he, he looks like the type of person that would enjoy being in L.A. Because he's such, like, an out-there personality. Or is he just dick-riding LBJ? <laughs> Is he? Is it big? Uh, does he get the Perkins award? Or does do, he get the Kendrick Perkins award? Or does he want to fucking win another motherfucking ring? He's not going to get ticked. I can't like, see LA. He's not gonna, I can't not, see LA winning it next year. He no. ain't going. He ain't, he ain't going to get ticked like how he was getting ticket. I mean, not, not like he was getting hella ticket with the Warriors, but he's not <laughs> going to thrive. He's not going to thrive. He's not going to thrive. No, I don't think so. He's he's going to do what he needs to do over there. He's going to be the high flyer. He's going to be able to dunk on them. But in terms of uh, I'd say winning a championship, that's a stretch. But for his personality, like what Jay said, like YouTube, he's all over like his own fame right now. So it's a good way to expose his brand. But that's that's another warrior system. So he's going to excel for sure with Walton just sending him lobs. I just really want to see how how LBJ responds to Walt, uh, Luke Walton's uh, like coaching uh, methods and everything. Is like Luke Walton a legit coach, bro? Deadass, or did he fucking finesse his way to twenty six and zero or whatever the fuck it was? <laughs> Is he legit? I, I I don't I don't think I'm. Can I ask you that? I think uh, I think he's both. I think he's I think it's a little bit of uh, early on hype, and I think it, it is legit because when he won, he's proven he's won. But you give him a trash team, and I'm not saying Lakers are trash. I'm just saying you give him an up and coming team over and over, you're gonna get what you expect. And now they're putting him in a position to really be that coach with the pieces, with a veteran team to run like the Warriors. He'll get good run and he'll get good output. But is is he finessing Stephen Kerr's <laughs> system? Yeah. I, I think, think everybody got is. You got to take bits and pieces of everywhere you were at. And I think that's what makes you the better coach is like, I'm sure Kerr took everything from Phil Jackson and, and Popovich. Sheesh. What um, a fucking great life, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Must be nice. Imagine yeah. Phil Jackson, like right under Phil Jackson as a player. Then you went to Popovich as a player. That's autom- automatic <laughs> double toppy for sure. <laughs> 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 that's, what the li- that's what the life is like, man. That's automatic. Oh, any day, any night. Any day. Steve Kerr gets to walk around like a king out here in the Bay Area. People love Steve Kerr. He's for sure. They will hook him up with anything he's for sure he going, wants He's life. for sure going Chipotle and getting two scoops of chicken. With no, with, no up, <laughs> yeah. with no upgrade it's there's just, a free yeah, guac like, hey, yeah I'll get the yeah, chicken and they just worry. automatic double chicken that like <laughs> double chicken <laughs> yeah. a guac on the side just to give it to him for sure for sure yep, no charge 
Um, I'll say this. I think Luke Wallen's a good modern day NBA coach. Like, I think he's a good like P- like he 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 could relate to the players a little bit yeah. easier than like say you throw in a Byron Scott back in there like dry ass Byron dry Scott. Ass Byron imagine, like, Scott. Here, <laughs> the tank commander. Just fucking wow. chill. Just chill. Like Byron imagine Scott. putting like a coach like that in, in on that team. I don't think that will work at all. So I mean, you know what trips me out? Fucking LBJ and fucking Luke Walton got drafted in the same year. Yeah, that 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 blew my mind when they threw that. Stat out <laughs> on, uh, it's like, what's ESPN. up, man? Remember you got fucking picked ninety nine picks after me, <laughs> <laughs> and now you're and now you expect me to listen to you, motherfucker? What the fuck? That has to run through his head. That For has sure. to run through his head. Well, hey, well, this honestly, is the- you're dry as fuck, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, your your career was pretty dry. Scotty Brooks, you're fucking. You were dry your whole career. <laughs> But he he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Damn, how do you challenge that, though, right? Like, you kind of grow up. You're like, man, if you're a really good player, you must be a really good coach. But there are people that are terrible coaches as I'm players. So, shout to, I'm, shout, I'm so shout to Vinny brought, Del Negro. Shout to Del Negro, Vin, yeah. Vinny Del Negro. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was always thinking, like, man, like, how do you – like, it's like, in a, it's like in the professional world. Say, like, hey – um, uh, I, I like going to this dentist, right? But then, like, the, what if the dentist has like fucked up ass teeth or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I know, I know a, that's kind of a reach. Yeah, is that a reach? No, it's. How are you gonna tell me how to shoot the ball when you can't even really shoot, bro? For sure, like, for sure. It's like asking, I gotta it's, see it's, you. It's, I gotta see you hit 99 at 100. It's like asking yeah. Ryan for shooting lessons. <laughs> it's like asking <laughs> straight up. It's straight up. Like I mean, it's, it's, it's like going to Nestor for workout advice. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Sorry, shout hey, out to the six hey, pack. Hey, hey, I had to, I had to, Hey, shout to sixteen husky. You feel me? <laughs> sixteen husky. You know what I mean? Hey, nah, Nestor, keep doing your thing. Hey, keep doing your thing, man. Migs looks good out here, man. He's walking hey, around man. with shirts off and shit. Hey, man, he's he's. Uh, I need them royalties, man. <laughs> I need them royalties. You can put me on them videos, man. I need, I need. I need that cash back. You need to have the correct lighting. Come on, man. Nah, but hey, getting to your point, JD, nah, that's completely right. I think you should question stuff like that, right? Like if if coach is trying to tell you what to do, and I tell people in like, hey, your parents said this, is like, yo, if you're telling my kid to go run sprints, but you can't run the sprints or do a push-up, we got issues. (laughs) Because that's the thing, right? We expect sometimes parents as volunteer coaches, we do think that they should be able to perform the same task that players like I think. And that's not... Fair, so yeah, that's not that's not a fair thing to put on the coach or the person in uh, a position of authority. Because look, I think when when LBJ was on the Heat, I think he didn't uh, receive uh, Spolster really well at first, and then th- that came into a whole like. But the fuck, you was watching videos all the time. <laughs> I'm in here getting fucking buckets. You're out here watching minutes. You're just watching videos under Pat Riley, bro. All of a sudden, you're going to tell me to fucking hit a back screen? Like, LBJ wanted Pat Riley to he coach wanted, team. And that's why Pat Riley was literally behind the bench at every moment. Every turn, the system was his. The yeah, system's his still shit. his. He had to. But that's the great thing is because LBJ can now learn from Pat Riley, and Pat Riley doesn't have to be the one to tell him. He has to exactly. tell him. And then he understands, like, okay, well, this is where it comes from. This is where I understand. Connecting again to the dots of what you can't necessarily go get yourself, right? The blind spot, right? You can't see everything. So you have to have a guy like Eric Spolstra to be there to be able to say the message and have the energy to do it. Because Pat Riley, if he went back into coaching during those years, he fucking killed those guys with sprints or whatever. Like, he wouldn't handle their ego. Yeah. Like, he came from the Showtime Lakers, right? He was the first dude that was uh, running, fucking running and kind of yelling at, at the shine. You know what I mean? And now he's OG, so he probably doesn't like <laughs> he probably doesn't like all the shoot-your-shot dances. <laughs> but Eric Spolster are probably shooting his shot in Miami every time he gets. Oh, my God, bro. 
That's crazy. Shout to Spolstra, man. Hey, Shout Filipinos, yo. Yeah, man. Filipinos yeah. doing it live. He's yeah. all over TSC. My grandma loves Spolstra. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They be loving the Filipinos. For sure? They just anytime you get a chance he to blast them. I he, think he does. He does camps in the Philippines yeah. when they go back. Man, yeah, he up, does man. some stuff. So. he don't speak Tagalog though. He don't speak speak a lick. Nah, he don't. Speak he's a like lick. he's like part though, right? He's I, not full. I think so. He has that like Asian haircut for sure. That he had that look. That straight whatever the fuck it is. He has that five o'clock shadow that no is not full. For sure, is that it's, Asian it's shadow? Itchy. It's, 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 it's hella three o'clock shadow. It's hella three o'clock shadow. It's, it's, it's at four forty-five. The, the, pre, the, the pre-made year. It's not, it's not all the way. Five. It's hella premature. It's hella the pre. He's pre-made from the year. part of the Philippines that you don't need a lot of hair. So you know what I mean. That's where yeah. his family comes Straight from. Straight Basug Lounge. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, damn man that's crazy dude yeah so luke Wan, he he's doing good I, I think being at a young coach like you still have to prove yourself but that's what it comes down to it's clout it's grit it's going through that shit because the most successful coaches right the doc rivers got to go through all those egos got to go through losing and i guess that's what you have to do like luke Wan, if he would have came out 48 and four or whatever with the lakers and they end up losing a championship and then never winning. They would have washed them anyway, true, right? True. But now he gets a fresh start with the star, Magic Johnson. Dude, they put, holy shit, a bunch of resources into the Lakers right now. They got an old agent as their GM. So now they got full like, yo, man, remember when you used to... He's going to pull the, the he's favors. He's going to pull the favors. <laughs> the Derek favors of the world. <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> All the Derek favors. All the Derek favors. Um, but yeah, man, that's like, I think uh, coaches get kind of stuff like that all the time. And you just really have to understand that they're going to ride out and kind of keep um, doing what they need to do. But you got to see people that don't see what everybody else see. You know what I mean? So you know, that's kind of like um, the biggest thing with coaching, right? So Yeah, man. Definitely, man. Uh, is your approach to coaching like very strict or what is what is your what is your approach to coaching since you've been how many how many years you've been coaching now man so i started uh ben franklin i was doing assistant coaching right after high school to just get in did you coach my nephew which one mateo mateo it sounds familiar like we he he went he went to ben but i I don't know i I don't know if he was on your team ben that was so i did eighth grade d first so if he was in the d team that was my first team then i had a second seventh grade b team then i had an eighth grade team and the crazy thing with with regular sports now they put all the main players on the top teams of all these cyo so they wash everybody because they're all aau players so i was getting slammed by like (laughs) 35 i was like listen guys we got to make layups and free throws (laughs) is that that when you is that when you bow out like that's when you know you have to just find the beauty in the game for them you have to let them know you have to let them know they're trying their best and it's like yo make your shots that you make right but i'm not gonna take it against you because we lose in a game like right. i can't right As are you, coach, are you, you have are, to be that are you running elbow one or <laughs> <laughs> i try this is the thing when i first started i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna like do all these plays and they don't listen to nothing so <laughs> yeah, kids will sure. run so you have motion to keep just it, motion just keep in motion. hey three on two two on one like yo i have to tell them that <laughs> they can go. just run a fast break yeah yeah and okay. that's it it's like pass first man, that's crazy man that's so crazy. it's like you have to position them as you feel best gives them the advantage right. to go win right now if there's a star that's just gonna run back and forth and go get you buckets guess what you're gonna do let them run and get buckets. Right. But you got to make everybody else kind of help you out. So sure. me, I'm kind of like, I take the old school a little bit approach of like everybody play together. 
But new school, when if there's an opportunity, go for off, a player. Run, go off, player. <laughs> I had go a kid. Off, I had a kid in Vegas, average twenty a game. Like I was like, and it was amazing because right, we were down each game, but he kept fighting, and other yeah, kids kept you guys up, in the game, kept us up. We caught up once in a while, but then the natural. The kid slapping at ten years old. Slap! <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I man. remember the first time seeing kids slap when I was like hella younger, like in the gym. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, damn, bro. What's the like, extra? I, will I ever be like this athletic? I was bro, like, I used, to do that. I used to try to do that all the time at SSJ. Remember, <laughs> just slap, just the straight foam. I smoked probably like two doing that. <laughs> awesome, real shit. My bad. Y'all. I think you got to though. You got to miss those layups because you know what? If you ain't go and never do it you'll never know what it feels like to go miss that shit true man (laughs) right but i guarantee you try it again you'll be like yeah i still got it yeah (laughs) jelly those those videos crack me up shout out to jelly fan man jelly fan out there man i try it but i don't get enough air to go move my arm the other side that's that's (laughs) too hard bro Oh, that again. What we got? NBA yeah, uh, shoe? What we got? Shoes? Jay? That's your favorite, though, Migs, right? You change a shoe barrier? Uh, <laughs> crossing sure, shoe barriers, bro. Man, uh, I just want every advantage. Like I said, I've, I've said this before. I want every advantage I can get. Um, I want the best shoe possible. Amen. Uh, if I got to pay that dollar, I'm going to pay that dollar. Um, I'm going to feel like I'm doing better. <laughs> I'm going to feel like it, right? Versus just hooping in some. $85 KD ones. Well, that's what I actually... This is what I actually... What, do you, what are you hooping in, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, man, I got KD uh, ADs. So I got those Devin Booker joints that Ness guy. Mm. Oh, yeah, I yeah. seen them in his Instagram. I was how, like, I see you, Ness. How, me how and you on those? the same page, boy. How, how are those? Fire, man. <laughs> Kobe Kobe puts a lot of technology in his shoes because, remember, he got hurt. Right. Plus, I think he still considers himself when he's playing now, when he's training and he's still shooting. He thinks about, like, like what like, tech would I need it As to an adjust. older player. Yeah. I like how he has that saying his shoe well you i think you have to so this is the thing when i look at shoes i kind of look less at style and more of functionality yeah well functionality of me as a player too like i can't be rocking kds if i'm not lanky and kind of thing i'll still rock kds because he's making it easier for guys like me to wear it that was a shot of jay that was a shot of jay (laughs) (laughs) is that because he wants those bounce 11s (laughs) the bb4s the bb4s um, nah, man, but yeah, like I said, like there's specific things. So Kobe, I like the support that he has. I would try LeBron, but I think he's going to this soft upper thing that kind of scares sock, me. As a, yeah, one, as, a, as, a, as a guy with ankle injuries in the past, knee problems, it scares me using certain shoes that I know are loose, like Hardens. I'll never put on Hardens, stuff like that. Can I ask, as a as a as a bigger player, like, did you find yourself kind of going towards like the Le, the Le, Le LeBron shoe, the um destructor like a, like a, like just like a bigger shoe in general like a high like, top. like, like yeah, usually yeah. i always see like uh before like the bigger players had like those full unit air max air force 270 with the triple strap yeah no like yeah like, not, LeBron, not true soldiers. the thing is so and when you see guys like that with braces they wear those things because right. they have to be forced to wear heavier shoes for for a guy like me i was just introduced old school i was like yo they look nice yeah oh man these kobe plugs is out these kobe fours came out like so you don't give the fuck you don't like now i do okay because now, before i used to just buy shoes just because i thought like oh that's cool that's cool but now yeah. i'm more efficient with my stuff i don't even get to wear all my shoes so when i wear it i know there's a specific reason yeah because a lot of times i'm in casuals joints like i love cole hans shout out to the cole Han. Han. uh, y'all y'all uh <laughs> skip the nike plug but i mean you know what i mean um y'all well, still doing have... what you do uh you guys aren't thriving when you had the nike but 
I still I, I got a little. The, the winter joints? Yeah, I got a little $400 little Kohan. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. The, little the, little, the little life hack on the Kohan, go on the sale, man. Yeah, for go sure. Go on the sale. You'll get quality shoes. For the jug. For the jug. And yeah. this is the thing, right? Always buy quality, all right? And here's a little side note, right? In the investing world, this is what people say in Let's real estate. Let's get into that. Let's it's like, well, they that. say- It's a well, great this is a segue. Secret. This is a segue. Well, this is the secret. <laughs> they say, all right, so this is how I position things in the machine and kind of life a little bit. Like, they told me the best advice in real estate is buy the worst house in the best neighborhood. By the, mm, by interesting. The, by the worst house. In the best neighborhood. Hmm. So if you, and how I position that. At the end uh, of the day, you're still in the nice neighborhood. Right, you want the school system. You get everything that you get. Okay. Guess what? All you did was buy the cheapest house. You can always upgrade the house. You're already in the, you're already in the realm. You're in the place that you want to be. So how I feel like, with shoes and kind of like like i said i think of different things in different spectrums and you can believe you can think the same way i do or you can think completely differently but how i see stuff is like well it's kind of like how i'll get shoes at jug like i appreciate it more because i still get the quality shoe right. but i get the jug i'm just blessed that i got the jug but right. I, that's a shoe i actually wanted mm-hmm. but i'm not kind of taking a step back at it just because it's the jug shoe it's like, oh, I just got these at the outlets. Like, right. I've been wanting these. Like, yeah. I got them at Jug. You do your research. You do your research. You get your stuff, and that's it. You pick the quality. Right. You know what you're... quality yeah. over it. And this is the thing. It might make somebody else happy, but it might not. Like like you said, you get the newest Kobe. I want those. Yeah. But I might not get them right away. So our level of importance is different on the product. But if I get them for Jug, guess what? I am right there. Yeah. I got it for less. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. That's what's up, dude. I I, I totally dig that. So um, I guess, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, uh, got into how, like, we know you, like, you, we, we seen you play hoops throughout, like, these past couple of years. You yeah, know, we, the All-Stars. Uh, <laughs> we all uh, went to San Francisco State at one point, um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to um, the Gators. Yeah. All Gators. <laughs> we are all of a sudden the top fucking state school in the world or something. Is Because we're part of San Francisco. In I hoops? No, nah, I just think it's uh, in, general. in general. Like I think oh, okay. the stigma now it's SF State. Like growing up, what did you feel when you said you went to SF State? Trash. And now you're in San Francisco and everybody's buying to come in here. You're but just it's like... still trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they get the hey, it's because they made a study in a the big be- ass tent and then they <laughs> the best, get this the state of the, the art best, glass the that happened, library. The best thing that happened to them was having senior seasick in fucking season five. <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> <laughs> when Boba came. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, was their their gym, their new gym, their new gym, yeah. And I they got a you pool. Been in there? No, not yet, man. Yeah, it's amazing. I heard it looks nice. Oh, that's the I, I one off, off Lake Merced. Yeah, yeah. I passed I by. That shit looks there, nice. Gym. They got a brand new fucking pool facility. They like, got new night, apartments. At, at nighttime, they have fucking lifeguards there. I was like, damn, y'all don't. What? What? what time y'all get off? Like, <laughs> is you know what I mean? Like, night swim. <laughs> shit. Hey, where's the DJ? What DJ's yeah, playing yeah, tonight? But yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so we wanted to really get into like your line of work and like what kind of advice that we could like so. offer to our listeners because I mean we've we've known you for a while but I feel like your you know your knowledge is pretty important and like useful Thank that you. uh, can be used for like the, you know just the average Joe whether you're, you know you're not really familiar with your financial status or if you want to increase your wealth and and all that stuff so mm-hmm. I mean can you just like briefly. Talk about what you do. You don't have to say about you know yeah, where yeah. you work or whatever, yeah, yeah. but and you know we're just gonna kind of throw out these questions that we have for you. Well, I think uh, well one of the things right in living in the financial space, like you get a wealth of information that is blessed to you by people that have done it good and bad over the last 
whatever number of years that investing been around. Our company's been around 170 years. So you get to see data from all over the uh-huh. world and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's different data. So I'm not just looking at mine. I'm looking at other people, what right. the market's doing, stuff like that. But ultimately, it just helps people remove that. And we talked about it a little bit before the show, but the fear and the anxiety of what it means to go into stuff like that. And that's that that fear and anxiety is like really real, right? It's really real because people are so nervous on where to put money, how to put it, where to, what to do, where, it. what to do with it, right? And the, this is the worst part, okay? And let me be like completely real. The worst part is when you don't know what to do with it, somebody else will tell you what to do with it, and it's usually not people that need to tell you what to do. Right. And this I is the funny. That. The, the funny thing is it's not even – and we're, ta- we're not even talking about the advising space. We're talking about in marketing and people out there in general. Right. They know how to sell you a $1,000 phone for 40 bucks a month. <laughs> straight up, man. I'm about to do it. Like- I'm about to do it in like <laughs> two weeks, <laughs> yeah, yo. Straight up, straight up. All gold, though? You're yeah. going to give me an all gold joint? And this is the thing because we don't see how money kind of transcends and works, right? Mm, right? For me personally, right? Sure. If I know I have a certain amount of money – if I don't proactively say where that piece needs to go, it'll fly or it'll sit. And that'll that. give me the anxiety of the world because now a bill you. comes right. and you're like, yo, where the fuck did that go? Yeah. Like, yo, I just went there, right? But guess what? I got three new Kobe's in the closet. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I sh- what? Sure, sure. What? Yeah. And that's, and that's the difference of what I tell, uh, you know, when I help friends kind of understand money, right? At the core of it is just understanding what you're spending on. Right. It's what you're doing in life. Like, don't worry about nobody else. It's like, kind of like holding them accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself it's really your own goal because guess what? Me and you, we might be on the same team, but your vision of where money's going is going to be different for you than me. Exactly. If I got kids, I got to consider I got kids. If right. you, if you don't, don't have you're kids single, and you want to go to fucking balling, you're just every night. do it right. Yeah, that's yeah. you. But if you do have the kids and you're trying to do Empire and you know you shouldn't, then that's where <laughs> the decision making. But that's if where you it comes. Go to Rouge. If you want to Rouge and you know, you're gonna go mean? to Sutra every night. When you question whether you should tap that card <laughs> or not, that's when you know. That's when you know it's a it's a decision that has to be critically thought of, right? It's not right. about making the right or wrong decision. It's like what happens next. Because now I spent that X cause and effect of this purchase. Where did it go? So, sure. so that's kind of the emotional journey. And um, I help people like understand that. I help them kind so, of break it down and kind of just see what it is. That's cool, man. And it's not necessarily, like I said, it's not putting it one place or another. It's just having somebody that you can talk to about it openly right. and have the best decision made together wow and if other resources need to come in you guys come up with a good plan right and right and being in my field right i work in finance but in the insurance space we won't talk about the (laughs) company but you have to work with somebody that can do that for you black and white truth over anything it's not opinion one opinion shouldn't be more than others but there should be a consensus that that decision could be made together so um yeah, man, when it, when it comes to the planning, um, literally, I help people do that. Um, I also help people not with that planning. And if they need help with other things, there's clients I help with just budgeting, learning how to budget. That's cool. Um, we practice savings. We teach strategies on how to do it. And um, essentially, that's the type of people I want to kind of surround myself with as well that can give me good strategies, that I can share things with good people that want to do good for their people. Right. And that doesn't mean you have to be in business with me. That doesn't mean you have to be a client. Mm-hmm. It just means you have to be open to good conversation because if you also do bring something to the table that doesn't make sense or you know we're not agreeing on, I'm going to be humble enough to know that that's just your opinion. Like I'm not going to take it as is. But I think that's the best way to be 
in this space is to collaborate and to trust the people you're with. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. No, so yeah, so that's kind of like <laughs> in a kinda, nutshell. In a nutshell, right? In a nutshell, it's just truly just helping people understand this world that is really a confusing place, that's but cool. a great place once you kind of alleviate some of that stress. Right. So so how did you get into s- something like this? Like what 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 brought you here? How how did you get there? Was it like a specific moment or right. was it like a series of events that kind of led you to want to like live this like life or pursue this career in financial advising? Man, uh, one of the things is uh, I actually, well, before this, right, I was at Toyota, like I told you guys, right? And doing that, I love the... Did it open the gates, kind of like, just kind of open the realm of like that type of... Because I feel like you have those same interactions w- right. when you're talking yeah. to a customer Similar, about to sell similar. them a car. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or like, they're, they're going to ask you, hey, how should I save my money? Like, they're asking you almost roughly around the same type of questions, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So so that's kind of it. Like, when I, when I help people buy a car, we did kind of the same type of planning. Like, what budget were you looking for? What goals were you trying to accomplish? What does this car need to do in the future? What are we, Where, working, what are we working with? How long do we need to be in this? Are there any changes that go on? So the base was kind of similar. And it was just like That's funny easy, when I go. Easy transition, right? Easy transition. But I had to separate myself because why? It's not just the piece that's in front of you. It's no longer just like you said, here's the AC, here's the thing. <laughs> it's, more, it's more about the person that's in front of me because right. it's your goals and your aspirations that right. you want to cover. And there's not one tool that does that. There's not a Camry no matter how like, beautiful it is, and you're gonna you're we'll gonna find you're gonna find the resources. We will find the right path that makes sense for both of us, and wow. it has to make sense. But this is the great thing: is it's on you to make the decision whether you want to plan it or not. Right. So whether or not you do that today, or you decide to do that in five years, I'll never know. But if you decide to do it, you'll know that at least it started somewhere. And at the end of the day, it is about creating your own journey. I can't tell people when they're ready to do something, and people shouldn't be told. You when know, to black do... and white, yeah. it should be your own decision. Because how many times have you made a decision that you knew was pretty terrible and it almost worked out perfectly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them shatters. Many, I, them, sh- them shatters I bought not too long ago. Hey, what? I've been sending no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I, been, I, hey, I want uh, to, though. Hey, sh- hey, I've been sending y'all those links, though. Once I heard that y'all were on the line, I wanted to reach out to my resources just to make those, uh, <laughs> make that come in a universe. So I was hitting up Migs right at the last podcast. I was like, Migs, dude, I heard you need chatters. Here's I my need boy. a man. I need a man. Well, <laughs> then this is, so this is how I connect, right? And this is how my world works. So let's just say you needed that type of uh, thing, right? You That was kind of something that you were interested in. His goal is to uh, own a pair of shatters by the end of the oh, year. Own a pair of shatters by the end of the year. There Guaranteed. are two things that happen. One... <laughs> One, he can completely remove me from the planning part, right? Okay. And I can connect the dots to get him the shatters. Yo, wait, make your own world. Go, uh, go get it, right? Go make your own deal. Go negotiate whatever you want to do. If it doesn't work out, perfect. Don't worry about it, right? Yeah. But then I can also walk through it with you and make the connection and then ask the dude, like, yo, my boy wants to pay this. This is what he feels. Right. Okay, what do you feel about that? He's, He's good like, nah. for it, man. He's good for it. <laughs> you know so that, I become, when you try to vouch for your hey, boy. So I kind of vouch for I, I know where he lives. <laughs> I know where he lives. Yo, here's the address. Uh, if you give me jug, <laughs> we're good. Lives, I know his bro. work schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but that's kind of like how it goes. It's like I can help mend the difference but that gives you the opportunity to do what he's good at he brings the money he makes the money he understands that that's what he wants that's as hard as he wants to work then i can make the other part happen for him Mm -hmm. without the stress because why that's what i do on a daily basis i get to meet with all these people and transact with them like this and if you need something i can genuinely say like hey my boy needs some help and based on our relationship he'll go out to bat for me 
to make sure that happens regardless. Right. And he won't. And guess what? He alleviates the pressure of a salesman to a person because that's already there. But now he just wants to make it happen and make it right because good business is about doing it right and trying mm-hmm. to repeat it. You know what I mean? That's what it is. So yeah. So that's kind of like in a nutshell how that kind of piece would kind of come together. And I try to do that for everybody, man. If anybody's trying to like get help with something right like my journey is i've been blessed to meet so many people in this world stemming from daily city (laughs) right stemming from daily city but be able to go to sf state and meet y'all and y'all are only a couple blocks away yeah but if i didn't go that route i would never meet with y'all right how how much does daily city mean to you i know that's really dear to your heart and like you really want to like i feel like you keep everything close to like where you grew up like what does that mean to yeah you? We, we feel like i mean the the community is something that you bring up often like when it comes down to coaching and then yeah. you talk about like charity and stuff like that yeah. um yeah how like in, in a in the grand scheme of things like what is what, what would you want to do with the community uh, uh, of daily city uh man my community is everything what i want them is i want them to be prosperous i want them to be like these other communities like the sunset the rich i want them to be like that i want westboro to be like that i want like south city to be in control of its own destiny before we start losing like yo ceremony got a hotel coming or some shit like that right (laughs) just in case you get too ripped just in case you get ripped at dmvs on wednesday hey shout out for ants for doing that and marcus lee man (laughs) y'all be doing work man yeah man keep it up keep it lit uh ceremony but yeah man like i said man it's just like i just want them to be prosperous to make their decisions because i understand that money talks and what happens if they don't make the decision just like what's happening with gentrification that is coming straight for our communities if we aren't educated to make this stand we are gonna be outside of this place like Mm. surrounding neighborhoods where it's a little bit cheaper and we're gonna have to rebuild from the beginning and now brentwood is our new daily city Right, that makes sense. It all started what Filipinos came there in the fields, right, Fresno, and then they went out this way or whatever. Right. So, like I said, man, I want I want Daily City to be prosperous. I want to make sure they got resources out here, and I want to make sure companies like mine continue to flood yeah. the resources to them because we can and sure. we should. And then from the inside, y'all are educated on your own decisions, so that just in case Adidas open up a new store inside Daily City. In Ceremony or Metro, <laughs> 280 Metro, <laughs> fucking we don't just line that up. Place need, that place needs to get revamped, man. It does. I, that, hey. that, need, that needs a whole makeover. I be trying like, to, I be trying to go to 280 Metro. Over there. I be trying to go, but there, uh, what's that Honey Spots uh, thing that they got? That uh, sweet dessert. It's like like a like like the small Asian desserts. Right? Yeah, Straight I think David's it's bridal. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to David. It's been there forever. <laughs> hey, was it the Pier, jungle? Shout was out to it the Pier jungle? One Imports? Oh. <laughs> like, how are these stores still around, bro? Like, like, I don't how many Ottomans it. can you sell in a month, <laughs> bro? Damn. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I mean, I brought it up in podcasts before, but you know, when you walk through the mall, you just like, how is this store still open? Like, it's crazy. Like, right, man. I don't know. Right. You gotta. So this is the thing. I think certain companies are really smart at understanding their power in the community. Right. If David's Bridal owns share, <laughs> this is a crazy thing. Shout out to David's Bridals for super David's plug Bridal. right now. Hey, all You're you, uh, all you people get, hey, for this, cut the shit, cut the shit. Hey, Liz is looking for a new wedding dress. So David's Bridal, if you listen, hey, hook yeah. me up, holla at me. Just drop, drop the game ball podcast. You get ten percent off. Ten percent off on that next <laughs> <sure>. wedding rental. <laughs> sure. Please do wedding rental. Yeah, I'm here to drop the game ball podcast discount. <laughs> Motherfucker, what? <laughs> 
That's hey, 10%, right? 10%, right? Like, what the Come hell on. are you talking about? Just, uh, shoot, yeah. hey, just shoot the shot. Shoot the shot. Fuck it. Hey, See what happens. See what happens, just man. put that energy out there. Yeah. Hey, and if it don't happen, I'll come down the street and I'll make sure I can talk them into some sort of discount <laughs> for, for sure, you. For sure. Um, military, but, right? Not, <laughs> <laughs> triple A discount. I got yeah. triple A. Shout out to my triple A agents yeah, out there, man. I got sure, you man. for uh, property and casualty. Grinding. <laughs> Um, but that, yeah, so uh, where were we at again? David, David's Bridal. David's Bridal. Yeah, so community changes, right? So my first th- uh, place, 280 Metro, I was working at First Step. That was my first. I remember yeah. you working first there, step, bro. First Step, bro. Yeah, that you, were, was you were in the Shaquille O'Neal shoes, right? Hey. <laughs> remember them? Actually, it was the Air Force 180s. The, the it was the Olympic, Olympic Air Force right? 180s. And that was the thing. Like That's where I fell in love with kind of like the game and helping people in the community because I wasn't just so I so before that I was working at Target and Target you just did service just because <laughs> you did it shout out to Target's get Garden Center polo, <laughs> get those khakis get those khakis all fleek <laughs> you know what I'm saying hey, you had to swag up the Target fit too so I had the double shirt with the black shirt under the J's the khakis and off then top, you wore your game top, off top if I'm working at fucking <laughs> Target right now I'm rocking the fucking patent leather 11 ooh <laughs> you got to oh, I'm swagging bro I'm swagging there be sure. hey they be guys from Heat though you just gotta find the guys the kids that yeah, still got sure. it you shout know what I mean shout out to my nephew my nephew got a job at Target bro hey Target's a great place to start, man. I'll tell you this. What it gave me to do, it gave me the ability to talk to different people. Like, I never knew. Like, if you got a job right, you probably start. What was your first job? My first job was fucking Full Locker. Full Locker, right? Oh, but actually, Copeland's, excuse me. So, Copeland. <laughs> Copeland's Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all had the Wheat 13s on, like, clearance or something, right? But all I know is that we was running in there. <laughs> we was running. Yeah. Shout right out Copeland's, now. man. Copeland's was the. Shout out to the Bowflex fucking dumbbells for the F, man. <laughs> You feel me? <laughs> oh my god! I remember both of y'all working at those places. That's so crazy. Yeah. So you start, so you start there. But yeah, so you're for your nephew. Target, Target definitely starts a good place. Like he can go through. Tell him to find the stuff that he likes, though. As a job, they're gonna they're gonna force him to work <laughs> where he fucking they say he right. should work. Yeah. So they can put him in the stock room. They're gonna yeah. put him reshelving. But he should start asking people like, "Yo, I kind of like the cafe." Yeah. I like customer service. I mean, don't you have to so wear you, many hats in that joint? Like, be, don't they send you just? But do be, proactive. be proactive. Yeah, yeah, be proactive because yeah. if you don't, this is the great thing too. Is if you don't say nothing, they're just gonna treat you like closed mouths don't get fed, brother. This yeah. world, and this is this kind of fast forward to today, where that's what I feel in life. If you don't say nothing, it will not come to you. Right. And this is one of the things, right? So for Daily City, we talk about that at. Shout out to Thomas Edison Tigers and uh, Fernando Rivera Middle School uh, they, Roadrunners. Uh, I am working with them on getting grant money into their community. And what's funny is these grants are for the community to go get. But there's nobody connecting the dots to go get it. Like it's out there for the taking, but then no one's making the effort to to piece it together. My foundation has pieced together $40 million in the last 10 years to the community. Wow. Jesus Christ. Right. I so was guess, not expecting that number to come So guess right what I wild. said right away. As soon as I went to this uh the seminar I came back from Orlando, uh, you know, one, I hit a certain level of business uh in my career, so I achieved something in my company, but that allowed me to go open up the gates to things that as a company they allow you to do when they know you're in. So wow. once I saw that, I was like, yo, what They're do I have? You, right? They're helping me. So there was one last seminar. Everybody's jumping out of the conference, like going into the pool, like whatever. <laughs> I'm there. There's one last seminar I want to check out. And it was something on child bereavement grants. And I was like, wait, that's two things I really appreciate. One, uh, people that pass away in our community, they should have help 
to mm-hmm. talking to people because they don't. They don't know how to talk to people. So one in 15 kids has an instance where a parent or a sibling passes away before 18. Wow. Okay. That's like a statistic. That's a statistic. Uh, 70% of teachers have at least one kid that's gone through a bereavement phase in their life at least once. Where they lose a parent during the school year. A bereavement, right? And I opened this up and I said, okay, we'll even open that up to a close cousin because we're we're Filipino. So we got a hell of family. I could be a family friend. But we're probably all, cousins for sure. We're probably, <laughs> for, sure, for, sure, for sure. And when I opened this door up and I looked into it, I said, they said 90% of educators and faculty want this type of training, just wow. the access to it. Wow. And I looked at the next data, and here's where I talk about fil- finishing the line 7%. 7% are certified to actually, do with actually, these things. Yeah. Yes. So I looked at what we are giving as a community to our community first. I said, that's the first trigger. I want that because that's money to the community for something good. Let's do that and transition that. Then I opened the door to see other things. And what I realized is if there is something bigger that they want to accomplish, I can go reach out to my company and mend the fence. And this is the thing. It may or may not happen, but if there's something important, let me listen to it. And that's Mm -hmm. what ability it has when you work with a good company or you have somebody willing to do something for the community. Sure. You have things Plus, that it's a happen. good look for the community. I mean, the, the company as well. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's second for sure. But, I mean, it's, it, it can't hurt the company to delve into these communities and, and help them out for sure. And that's like the one thing is like, look, if that's going to be the main thing, like, let's just make it happen. Let's mm-hmm. just look. Regardless of what happens, the main thing is you're putting this on. Let's make that happen for the schools that matter, right, that need it. Because that's the thing is like I'm listening to I don't have my own kids so I don't I don't go into PTA meetings I don't go into <laughs> the schools I don't hear what problems that they have but I hear the initial stuff they have to buy their own supplies the parents have to buy more stuff than actually you know for donations purposes and then they have to donate time as well when you do that you have people in the community like myself right that want to do some of that labor and take off some of the stress from alleviate them a little bit. Yeah. Then, so let me try and piece it together and let me find out what's out there. So I started my company, uh, didn't have somebody in my area doing the outreach and they didn't have anybody, uh, kind of reaching out to the community and asking them what they need. So I started and literally right when I got back, I emailed some people, I called some people to make, uh, the voice known that I'm out here trying to get grants for the community. And, um, I already got, uh, like I said, the two schools that's close to my home, I got them uh, interested just because now there's somebody listening to what they want. And the principal actually for one of them thanked me because she was like, we just don't have the time or the people that want to connect the dots. And I was like, that just means we're just running the Damn, same right. system. And that's crazy. And, and like over and over in a place like Daly City, which you feel like, you know, it's a pretty it's an up and coming thriving city. I mean, it's one of the most like popular uh, populated places in the Bay Area. And that that's that's just one city that's going through that. Imagine all all these other school communities like around the country that are probably getting even less right. help like that. that that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's well, crazy. because if you generalize it, right? Let's just say you generalize the issue in a big picture, right? How many problems can we come up with in Delhi City or South City for money? Oh, roads are messed up. Yeah. Uh, this thing is down. Oh, this program needs more money. Oh, we need more staff and security. How many things will chip away at that? So guess what I did? I just went around all the noise and I just went directly to the principal and to the people that are in the school. And I just said, who needs help? Wow. And how can, how can we mend the fence? And there are, you know, same thing. What's funny is I was in a meeting last week and they're like, well, what do you guys get out of it? I was like, I don't care if my company gets out of it. 
Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't matter to me because it's my home. So I want y'all to have the resources yeah. to get this done. Are you still staying in Daily City? Yeah, still staying in Daily City. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Sarah Commons right across from St. Andrew's Church. Nice, y'all know that gated community. <laughs> honk, <laughs> if you, honk if you do that wraparound to Pacifica <laughs> from 280. That's my, uh, I'm in the back right there. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, but this is, like I said, uh, this isn't just for Daily City. So I actually set up um, an outreach. So my personal goal when I left, Orlando was to outreach to 50 schools or get 50 names, Fucking 50 sick. school names to get out there. That's and cool. uh, that's going to allow me, if they approve all of them, 25000 in the community. Wow, man. That's to fucking... move money through the community. So Bro, that's, uh... <sighs> man. So we I'm going. The, we for got it. the philanthropist. So I'm, I'm going. So, so for the <laughs> listeners. The <laughs> so for the listeners, if you got schools that you really love and care for, like, look, regardless on if you go there or you know whatever, if it's important to you, part let me know. Yeah. Let me know, and I will do my part because if they don't need help with, uh, if they don't need help with grants or whatever, I'll help them with understanding fundraisers and donations and yeah. how to accept money from the community. Right. So the community does their part because if not. We will buy all our Kobe's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> will, Lord knows what we'll be spending. Lord our knows money. how many bottles will be out there. But <laughs> if we can section off some money for the community and know that, hey, I'm willing to give up this, we'll be all good. So guess what? I tell my nieces and nephews, let me know when they got fundraisers and they can count me in for at least ten bucks. And I know I'll get for cookies. Sure. I know I'll get gift wrap. Yeah. I know I'll get. Yeah. It used to be books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. What was, that, great, what was that? What was that old? Uh, what was that old school thing that used to have the paper thing at the end of the week and used to buy magazines and books oh, out of book it? Book order, yeah, book um, order, yeah, for the sure. Scholastic, Scholastic. <laughs> Shout out Sports <laughs> Illustrated Kids. Sure, Scholastic, man. It was the only thing I would order was all their sports stuff. So I had hella Akima Lajuan. I had my mom buy hella Goosebump books. I never read any. Of them. I know, bro. You have like the whole series it's sitting like, on a for shelf. For what? I just like the I like the way the, fi- the, the, the front feels. I like the way the front feels. That's the like numbers were fire on them. Well, it was dope too because at the end of the week when you got your book order, it was hella fat. It was like it was <laughs> oh, probably Nathaniel Ramos. Someone's falling this week. <laughs> Oh, All I got man. was the magic eye uh, 3D bookmarks, bro. Like, <laughs> still couldn't see that shit <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, but that's what I mean is the fundraising's changing, donations is changing, but we just got to be ahead. Like, yeah. that's it. If we know how to talk to our friends in the community that can really make the difference, right. then guess what? We don't have to actually do it. And I think that's the pressure of what people thought right. is like if JD wanted to make an impact, JD would have to take his labor and do it. But nobody yeah. sees JD working 45 hours a week, 48 right. hours a week. Week. Right, right, nobody right. knows that he's still main provider for his home he just they just oh he should just give up more time but instead guess what jd can do he can collaborate with a guy like me like yo this school's really important can you put him on your list yeah. guess what i'll find some people to make it happen right. and that's how i want to connect the dots with this whole financial game let's bring this to the whole machine right. i want people to understand they got people in this world that will really walk them through and help them get stuff done and dope, if man. this starts with the kids, I will make sure their kids are the first priority because I deal with a lot of parents yeah. that are so committed to their kids that they will sacrifice everything themselves. They'll work yeah. and they just want to make sure their kids are okay. Right. So and for again. those that work there, for the, those that are in that position in life, you keep doing it. Like for these people that work for their kids and know they want a better future, keep doing it and then get people like, you know, that are quality in your life to help you with other things. Doesn't have to be me, but get somebody you trust or get people you can talk to that really challenge you to be better for your kids. For sure. 
Shout out, yo. That's what it's about, man. It's just like, man, I hear these stories about, like, teachers and how much they get paid. Like, it it hits a little bit close to home because we have a couple friends that are, like, teachers, too. Yeah. It's just like, man, like, you hear about uh, teachers getting laid off, like, three different schools. That's crazy. Barely being able to pay rent. Like, and these are, like, the people that are supposed to be teaching our children, you know what I'm saying? You're not even giving them, like... Uh, a fair you know, shot. A fair shot to even like live on their own. So I so mean, let's let's even go there, right? Let's just say you had a really dope teacher. You had a really dope teacher, and what you wanted to do was you wanted to uh, keep them in the you want to keep them in the world, right? But if they had to pay daily city rent, and you're paying them what you pay, and it's not job training, it's just you're paying them lower what you know they're valued at. Where's the difference going to come from? Well, we yeah. need to make sure their assets are taken care of. So make sure let's just make sure school supplies they don't have to come out of pocket. Yeah. Let's make sure transportation is covered so yeah, they like, can get you know, to school. You can't have the teachers buying sheets of paper, like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> buying the pencils, the markers, like like the banners that you put up in the classroom. Well, like, and that's the thing is there's only two people talk. that do it. It's only the teachers or it's the parents. And I was like, that's there's there's a gap there. And I was like, look. Everybody's eating out here, and you can't tell me everybody that's posting on Instagram doesn't have extra money to give to the community, but also at the same time, it's like, don't tell me that that's priority versus anything else, because if not, we're going to be just like that. We're all going to eliminate each other trying to get one over the other. We're going to try and keep... But that's why we check each other, and that's why we help each other out, and I'll, I'll tell you this, my... My vision is to essentially see people in power to do what they want to do. I want them to have the ability to move out of Daily City because they want to, and it's a good decision, but not because they're being forced out because now you can't afford rent. Right. Mm -hmm. Put your foot down, go make a decision, know what you want, but don't think it's over at 38 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we are, we got a long time. We got a long time to work. We got a long time to do stuff. So we just got to continue to position ourselves in power. So I feel that, man, for sure. Um, I got like last two things unless Migs want to interject with anything. Um, what are your thoughts on like Bitcoin and like cryptocurrency, like investing in that? Like, I, I, I'm not saying you should suggest it or not. I mean, just what are your general like opinions on it? I think, um, me, my opinion, I think big companies are starting to hear it. They saw the noise that it created and they're picking up games. So I think people should continue to educate themselves on how money works because it's not just where we thought it would be. Because if we went back 20 years, it's all about cash. Yeah, Cash is king. Now it's like, yo, give me your Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need your fo- you don't even need your wallet. wallet like that's how it. crazy it is, right? I walk through the airport, I'd give two dabs on my finger and clear <laughs> walks me through. Right. Uh if you travel a lot, there's a life hack you can get clear for a uh, <laughs> trial period. They won't charge your game. I got charged because I still travel, but for people <laughs> that want to try it out, you can shortcut the first line in Vegas uh, right what? away in like 10 minutes. That's yeah, so cool. if it's maxed out and you know you're about to be late or you don't want to deal and you're hungover still like Migs will be, <laughs> you can just walk through that line and piece everybody all the way to the front. That sounds like a finesse job. It's straight finesse, man. <laughs> hey, these life hacks are great, man. When I walk up to the line, people are so mad. <laughs> like, who is this who guy? Who is this fucking guy in his polo? Straight cheese. Huh? Straight, yo, I come in up hella casual, but I'm hella nice. Why? I'm smiling to everybody. Yeah. I'm not being dickhead. I'll still let the person that was kind in front of me go in front. Right, you just, you just slide right behind the. Person. <laughs> but anyway, what I would say is keep game on a lot of these things that's happening. If you're interested or curious in it, be curious and interested in it. If you're not, I would say kind of take a little learning about it, or also 
but also um, find out who in your circle may know a little bit about it, mm-hmm. right? But don't necessarily feel the need to jump into it just because somebody else is into it. Because it's a trend. Right. It's a trend. Because I feel like that's what a lot of people are doing. And then, um, I don't know, like, I, I just hear it a lot. And then I, I kind of want to read up on it. But, like, sometimes, like, the the language used in it is just so over my head. Like, it's it's beyond my comprehension because, like, I, I, I'm looking at it as like it's something that I physically can't hold. You know what I'm saying? It's not like regular cash. Yeah, right. but it's it's just one of those things where it's like I'm so like skeptical about it, even though I know it's like a proven thing where like people you know make money off it or you know are increasing their wealth with it. But I guess it's just a barrier that uh, I ha- or like a little obstacle that I have to get over. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's kind of what it comes down to. It's like, one, we are only able to kind of take in so much information in our lives, right? Like I said, after an eight, nine, ten hour day. <laughs> you're just like, uh. You're gassed. Like, how, <laughs> like if I'm going to ask you, but that's why, like, when you're gassed, and let's just say I was into Bitcoin or a professional, then we can have a good conversation. You can just, hey, man, what do you think about this thing? Like, and you can just talk to it. And that's how it should be. You should get information freely to make good decisions but what the problem is and right now everyone has the opportunity to be a professional if they're all of a sudden interested in it and it shouldn't be that you shouldn't have to go to your homie for advice and just say oh well now you have to be a client that doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. in this world you get free choice you get free reign on where everything goes and you should take advantage of that and if not you might make the wrong decision just because now you're cornered into it right right you're kind of like well and if all else fails Right? If this is the thing. If you are scared of investing your money, save it. Just let it sit. Save. 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 And this is what I'll challenge you to do a little bit better. Save and then pretend like it's somewhere. <laughs> so I, I, so I, let's just say, so let's just say like here, let me, let me develop this. Uh, let's just say you're saving 100 bucks. And uh, like, let's just say, well, I wanted to pretend like it was in 401k. Well, just put a hundred bucks aside and put an envelope every month and pretend like you're doing it because that's what's supposed to happen out of your check. Then you track what that money potentially could have did in the market. You talk to people and you just see, all right, what's the market look like? Because it's just numbers. This stuff is just numbers. You just need to have people to walk you through it. But the best part is when you have somebody, you can kind of now alleviate some of the stress, but you continue to kind of learn. You have to make it make sense. Yeah. Right? Right. So that... Um, I would say that's the best thing. It's just one, find somebody with clout in it, read some stuff, have conversations. But remember, nothing's ever a final decision. It's just how you work it. Right. Um, but that would be kind of like an alternative. It's like, okay, I wanted to put aside, like when people say that all the time, it's like, yo, I want to put X amount of dollars into something. Okay, let's practice saving it. So that way at the end of three months, you'll have X amount of cash. Wow. And then what would have done if you went into here? Right. What are possible things you could have spent it on? Right. Well, what are we at this point? Well, now, do you have any need for $600? You're like, no. You want to travel? All right. You want those new shoes? Go ahead. Right. So you have no stress on, like, what that money had to do. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the thing is just know what you want out of it, right? Right. Just kind of put it all together, see where it goes, and then kind of gauge where it is. Absolutely. Can I ask you... um, if there's like a tip or like something that you could give the listeners as far as like being smart with your money, saving your money, like is is there something that you would kind of just little gem, little nugget that you would give them? Gem, yeah, generally, like, like rules of thumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, nah, thank you for asking. I'm trying to think of a couple. I usually post stuff on my story to kind of help people understand, like, that's the... Like, uh, how to put things in perspective. How to put things in perspective, like yeah. savings. But I would say, the nugget I would say is if you're spending money, mm-hmm. if you have to think of it twice... Don't do it. Think, of, the, it, think the, of it one more time. That's the That's okay. the most common thing. Think about it one more time. Right. So if you have to... If you go in there, and then you're like, all right, I'm kind of committed. All right, you go there, and you still don't have a good feeling like right. this is a good purchase. All right, think about it again. Think about it one more time before you do it, because by the time you get home, at least if you bought it, you check yourself three times. Yeah. And you're the only, you're the only judge, and you're the only executioner in your life. Right. So no one can say shit to you. But if you check once and you already second guess, you're already second guessing yeah, yourself. Yeah. You're already like, you're walking you're the out the store like, why am I doing it's, You're the guy that's going to be regret. the one. You're the regret swipe. You're like, one, there's going to be one of two things. Like, one, I hope it goes through. And why am I doing this? <laughs> and you're, if it goes through, damn, like, why is this happening? You're slowly walking out thinking, should I turn around? I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be a bitch and return this. Yeah. I used to have a mindset where like, if I walked into a store, I felt like I had to get at least something. This was like years ago, though. Now That's a terrible I'm, mindset. And that Mind is you, terrible. That is worse. Terrible and I think that's like, just. Oh, that's... I drove all the way here. I, I should at least leave with something. You oh, know okay, what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay. Like, what the fuck kind of thinking is that? It's so crazy. Like, I that's work with a. I work with like several different types of people, right? Like, sure. And I just hear about the conversations about what people are spending money on, and then that's how I know I'm old now. I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, you bro, know what being I'm 22 is tough. Bro. I know <laughs> it's crazy. That's just crazy. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's so. I have a couple rules. I have I have this rule like if you can't afford five of them, I like that. Don't get it. I dig that. You know man. what I'm saying? I like, like that. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a way of you not keeping it check to check. Right. No. Absolutely. I I I totally dig that. And um, I I learned that not too long ago for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. If you can't get five of them, don't do it. Yeah. Why? Why? Because. If you can't buy five of them, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to. You don't want to break, break, bend your back and say you have like a thousand dollars in your bank account, and then you want to buy some off-white joints or whatever, and then you're just at like twenty dollars in your bank. All of a sudden, struggle. struggle Yeah, I don't. I just don't ever want to be at that point no more. Where like I have to stress off that shit because it's. I agree, man. It causes way more anxiety than I need in my life. Yeah, for sure. Lord knows. Lord knows. Lord knows. I need no more of that. (laughs) Definitely, man. For sure, man. Shit. Well, it's almost that time. Yeah, man. That time to wrap it up here. Um, but you want to? So, do? Do you wanna Nate, go? do you have any like last words? Uh, do we have any and comments here? Yeah, anything you want? Any any gems you want to drop to the listeners, man? Like any like places to eat? Like what? What new? Anything? Anything you any got? Any gem man. that you, that you've experienced recently? It's your it's your it's your time it's your time to shine. The camera's yeah. on you. Yeah. I gotta. I want to give shout outs to the local businesses out there. All the people kind of doing some big things for the community from within. Mm-hmm. Dope. The ones that came from our community. Um, we got a couple of people out there off the top of my head. One, if y'all like empanadas, Jaffa City Cafe. Uh, what, what, what is it? Jaffa City Cafe is this Filipino own like little cafe business they do old school mom and pop they do these dessert empanadas dope i used it as a little office space like as i was building um early on in my career and i think uh they're really sweet and i think supporting small businesses like that uh continue to strive so they don't take a lot it's like two dollar empanadas so (laughs) there's nothing fancy but it's amazing because it's made with love uh shout out to uh Y'all know Kevin James and the 1608 crew, the 1608 uh, brunch spot that's on okay. Bush. 
um, new place going up that they also own AJ's Barbecue up the street. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So yeah, I, I got a couple sticks from there. Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. sticks out to the sticks. The the barbecue sticks, sticks, but you can't go wrong with the barbecue stick, yeah. bro. It's like. You, you can't snack. You, you can't fuck that up. Yeah, you can't fuck that up. Yeah, shout out to that man. And with them, like they're trying to blend same thing, coming old school to try and blend and get into the community to make sure they're doing good stuff. So support them. Um, and Schlander, man, he just closed out Empire, I think, uh, yesterday or something. Yeah, like I think it was their last trip. Did you go over there? <laughs> so shout out to no Empire comment. All the people All the people Mig stayed safe last night um, a Shout out to all the people And still doing stuff For the community He brings out Inspirational speakers Once in a while um, He does events For the community Man to keep it live And and I, I can feel That he's doing good stuff He's gonna blend Good things for the community And make sure that they Get the support they need So um, shout out to that He's always good Doing good content on there so. Good people's man Good people's yeah. man And Slander So um, Anthony presents, man. Anthony presents, <laughs> yeah. Shout out any club you need, man. Number one promoter in the Bay, man. Anything you shout need. Shout out to Karuchi, man. Hey, I'm still trying to make that connect, man. I just want to say hi to her. Just I'm I still trying, bro. I'm it's still sun, trying. Sunday, I love her work. Sundays. I feel like if I see her, I feel like if I see her, I got it. You gonna shoot? I'm gonna pull from fucking ninety, bro. Ooh, <laughs> take up. off your shirt right away. First nah, move. Nah, 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 just, <laughs> Just tell it, stare, stare at her uncomfortably. Hey, so she, she is. Knows. She's with Mr. Salsa though, Victor Cruz. Though. I'm cheesed about that. I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Swear hey, to God, B6, I'm hella cheesed about B65, it. B65, bro. B65, man. You might get it. Mr. Salsa <laughs> dancing with the stars. Victor shout Dry. Victor Dry. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyways. Hey, man. Shout yeah, out man. to y'all, man. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I appreciate what you guys do, man. Bringing truth to the community, right talking on. with your heart. Right on, man. Um, continue to inspire, man. Like these people need to hear what real voices sound like in the community. JD's been working on this for a minute. I know you guys been going at it. Yeah, man. Um, keep doing that because people are listening. So continue to strive, man. And I'm gonna continue to support y'all. People are listening. So. As long as y'all have passion for it, man, I am going to call in and do what I need to do to make sure that y'all survive, too. So Right on, yes, sir, man. man. We are here. Love so it, people that want to holler at me, man, you know where to find me. Um, if you need questions, <laughs> random questions, yeah, holler at any of these guys, man. If you want to in between connect, you want to know from Bob, as uh, Mig says it. <laughs> Sean and Bob. <laughs> Sean and Bob. You want to know the plug? And holler at me, man. I'm willing to work with everybody and anybody because my community would love good people in it. And yeah. so if I hear from you, I will spread the word. Absolutely. If you are down, I will help anybody that needs it. So We really know the plug, y'all. man. That's my guy, man. We really <laughs> know the plug, man. Keep fading away. Keep shooting your shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, it looks like this is going to wrap up our episode number 52, the Todd Fuller, AKA the uh, Khalil Mack episode. Mo- motherfucking uh, Patrick Willie, bro. Yee! Patrick Willie. Yeah. Greg Odin. Forever. Can't, can't forget about that, man. Greg Odin. Victor Alexander. Was that a 52? <laughs> was that a 52 okay. or was that a 50? Ah, uh, we had the I know, we had to fact check that. There was one more. There was one more that we had here, but 52 sounds like a thing. But Ray Lewis. Man. Ray Lewis forever. Ah, yeah. The murderer. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. Where's that white suit at, bro? Oh, right. uh, shots fired. <laughs> Anyways, you can check out all of our episodes on our website at goodradugly.com. That's G-O-O-D-R-A-D-U-G-L-Y.com. This episode is also available on the podcast app on iTunes or Stitcher. All of our content is free to download and stream. If you enjoy the show, please leave that five-star rating on iTunes. It would help us out greatly. Tell Hit them all. That 
hit tell them all <laughs> tell your moms that. tell your pops tell the auntie tell the uncle uh, we'd really appreciate that man you can follow me JD on Instagram that's at it's JD bro that's I-T-S-J-D-B-R-O my personal Twitter is at it's JD bro on Twitter and our email here is goodradugly at gmail.com please shoot us any emails any comments that you'd like to get like you know thrown out there on air let them fly guys let shoot from 90 like Migs yeah. and Karuchi you feel me hey. <laughs> yeah. Migs you got any social media yeah man you can hit me on the IG man my shit's dry though <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you gotta post more, bro. You gotta post Malone for show. (laughs) Your shit's kind of old school. I seen a picture from 2008, boy. Damn, bro. yeah, it, it, it's it's in the works, man. It's He's active. Works. He just don't post. It's in, it's in the works. He's active. He just don't post. Yeah, man. Just hit me on the IG, man. Like I said, it's Drive Mighty Makes Thirty. Um, hit me on the Twitter, man. You can find me there. I'm a little more active there. I'd be just dropping little nuggets. Here and there. Uh, it's Mighty underscore Migs. Do not put a Z or else you dead to me, boy. Get blocked. You're getting get get blocked. Nate, can uh, do you want to put any of your social media out or? Do you, yeah, do man. You uh, let's just. Go with uh, Nate Ramos. That's N number eight R A M O S. That's Instagram. You can find me everywhere through Instagram, yeah. uh, Facebook. Uh, I got a business page out there. If you need some content, I don't. I don't be active on that as much because Let it fall, you got man. a LinkedIn. I got a LinkedIn. <laughs> so holla at me bro. if you want to connect. You guys need to get up your followers. My LinkedIn want. is hella dry, this bro. Is, do you got to pay? Do you suggest paying? No, the, no. <laughs> not if you're not active. This is the thing, man. Don't pay for stuff if you're not active on it. <laughs> Um, what I would say is one, just get active first and see if it's valuable to you and then pay where you need to pay, right? There's yeah. so much free stuff out there and there is life hacks to be had. Nice. And that's all I'm about, man. Let, let's, let's help each other out. I'll help you get that LinkedIn up to go. <laughs> I think uh, I did reach out to you. I, I think I might have seen something like, yo, I might need help with that. I'm like, yo, I got you, man. Um, connect- good, good guy to know, man, right here. Appreciate yeah, y'all, man. Wipe hey, the cobwebs off my LinkedIn page. Yes, dry ass shit. Hey, <laughs> forgot your password for show coming up. Uh, hey, y'all know my LinkedIn password? Forget password. <laughs> <laughs> Send the link. Shit, man. And you can follow Mark, who isn't here today. Please give him a birthday shout out at the Game Ball Podcast. That's at T H E, the Game Ball Podcast. Um, and yeah, man, that's about it. Uh, we really enjoyed Nate here on today. Hopefully, yeah, man, he returns. Yeah, man. And, you know, we could talk more hoops, more NFL the next coming days. Yeah, man. Financial advice. Just advice in general, man. He's a a good friend to have. I basically uh, summed his whole job up as being a good friend. (laughs) A good friend to strangers. Yeah, a good friend to strangers. And I also got to say that next to Nate, I think uh, him and Ryan are tied for knowing the most people in in the Bay Area. They're they're co-mayors of Daily City. They're co-mayors. Yeah. Hey, they're co-mayors of Daily City. Hey, my middle name's Ryan, so we might <laughs> even need to get like a first name, first name for type sure. of corporation going for Daily L- like, LLC. LLC. <laughs> Ryan and Ryan. LLC. Ryan and Ryan. 444 Oh, my God. Hey, shout uh, out Ryan, man. Appreciate you, man. I haven't seen you in a while, but I see you always he's, in. He's, he's always on the end, man. Ryan is always doing it. I see. Would I see him at Nike Labs? <laughs> Or the NBA Live like showcase, bro. He be out there. He's networking. I don't, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's cooking up. My guy's moving. My guy's moving. My hey, guy's shout moving. out! Uh, shout out! Dream on though. I know he's doing that. Yeah, Dream on's sure. doing well. Get their yeah. pre-orders for their slides for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, swag, red, slides. swag slides, slides. Yeah. in the patent red to yeah. go with that Target uniform. There you go. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> Definitely. So. 
Uh, yeah, we're about to end this episode. One other thing, I just want to call out Ron. Ron, you're supposed to be on the show pretty soon. We've been trying to ask you on here. That's a threat. That's a threat right there. All right, okay. is that Mr. Quimmel? We see you working yeah. out. You could be here, Peace, man. That guy needs to get on. And, My idol. Uh, <laughs> the other That's DC the legend. Yeah. The other DC legend. Hey, lefty legend for sure. Yeah. Never seen a jump shot that I didn't think was going in <laughs> out of that guy's head. For sure. <laughs> all right, Sean. This was episode 52 of the Game Ball Podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.